You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. It's time for the ESO Dragon Con Report, a podcast dedicated to help newcomers and veterans prepare for the upcoming annual convention in downtown Atlanta. With interviews, advice, and news from the pros and fans alike, be careful, you never know, you might actually learn something. Howdy, everyone, and welcome to the eighth episode of the ESO Dragon Con 2016 Con Report. There is now just under one week to go until Dragon Con, depending on when you're listening to this. Probably you're you're either making some last-minute adjustments on your costume, you're, maybe you're on the road traveling here, maybe you're at an airport, heck, maybe you're even in line at registration. You might even be in line to get on a panel. Mike, I already saw people lined up outside of the Sheraton yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, the week before Labor Day weekend is now, like... Uh, yeah, it wouldn't be. It, it wouldn't surprise me if there are people already there. So uh, I'm your host for this episode, Mike Gordon, and I'm pleased to introduce you to the rest of our station crew, starting, of course, with Director Mike Faber. One week, folks. One week. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you wanted to say something in between one and week there, like some sort of expletive, maybe. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm thrilled, and you know what? I'm playing around with the brand new Dragon Con app. It is uh, it is something to behold, and it just got an update today. Which they is, just uh, put everybody's schedules out there. Yeah, it's very nice, very nice. Uh, I'm on panels I didn't even know existed. It's awesome. <laughs> 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 and uh, as I uh, announce our rest of the crew, I'm not going to ask if everybody's prepared because you know what? If you're not prepared now, then I'm sorry for you. Um, <laughs> but you're not prepared. Oh, are... you're a cosplayer. <laughs> it's exactly. true. It's true. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm I'm sewing as we as we do this. She's multitasking. <laughs> wow! Nice. I always I'm told you she was one of the most talented people on the show. She gets her headphones stuck. To the singer will hear all about it for months. So. Oh no, this is hand detail work at this point. Uh, oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, so if we hear screaming, you know what happened with the pins. If there's a random expletive, you'll know what it is. <laughs> Hi, boys. How are you, <laughs> Mary Lou? Mary Lou, who is here? Hey guys, what's up? Absolutely, and and uh, Tacoma Sanchez is here as well. I am. I am here. And uh, yes, we are all here. We're yes, we are ready. Uh, almost ready. Almost ready. Sure. It, sure. Okay. We'll go with that. <laughs> um, and uh, th- this is going to be a crazy episode. We're also going to feature segments from Nikki Rao Baker. Uh, Eternal Zan and Kevin Batchelder, as well as we're going to speak to longtime listener Buddy Baker, and he's going to help us dispel some alcohol-related myths. Um, and we're going to hear from you guys. We asked you for voice messages, and we sent the the cry out for call uh, wide and far, and we got a lot of responses from a number of ESO network folks, a number of track directors and people associated with the con, as well as some uh, people who are attending and just want to let you know what they what they love about Dragon Con. So we're going to play those for you as well. It's a, it's a packed episode. You're going to hear from a lot of different people, 
and uh, it's it's going to be fun. And hopefully, you know, if you're getting ready to go to the show, there'll be something in here that you'll that you'll listen to, and it'll help you get pumped up. Uh, it'll be like a a Dragon Con pep talk episode um, if we need it, um, and some of us do. I know I do because uh, right now I'm kind of stressed because there's a lot to do before the big weekend. Uh, this Earth Station One special report is sponsored by the ESO Amazon eStore, where you can find all sorts of cool geeky merchandise. If you're ordering some swag from Amazon, please help us out by going through our link. It doesn't cost you any more, and it helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to leave feedback, um, we can't promise it'll be on the show. Well, obviously, it's not going to be on this episode, but we can play some messages. If you want to rave about your experience at Dragon Con, we'd love for you to call our phone line at 404-963-9057 and leave a message. And no matter what you say, we will believe you. <laughs> exactly. Or um, you can send us a uh, audio message. You can also uh, use our website. There's a there's a, a little device on the website that lets you record a message right there if you've got a microphone on your computer. So uh, we want to hear feedback from you guys. Um, or you can email us at esopodcast at gmail.com. So now we're going to get started with some last-minute news and notes. Uh, as far as important dates goes, really, there's only one now, September 2nd. That's when the 30th annual Dragon Con event happens. It all starts on Thursday, and a lot of events are on Thursday. It really does. It's not just a registration day anymore. There's wrestling, there's parties, there's uh, the sing-along in the classics track, American Sci-Fi classics track area. Um, I know that there's um, some uh, other uh, musician. Uh, I think the performances start on Thursday as well. So I don't know if any panels are starting on Thursday. But uh, and the dealers' room and the Walk of Fame are not open on Thursday yet. Although I would imagine in a couple of years, probably that'll happen as well. There are some workshops that are going on on Thursday. Oh, really? Yes, That's I cool. uh, I checked the Dragon Con app before I got on here. Ah, well, that is uh, definitely uh, that actually leads me right to my first news item: is that the Dragon Con app is live. And it has been updated just today. It got all the uh, guest information as well as schedules. Um, it 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 actually I like the um, the change that they made with uh, friend requests. You don't have to have a code anymore. You just sort of look through the attendees, or if you know who it is, you can do a search and then just do a friend request, and then boom, boom, you can share information right like that. It's not you don't have to go through the the, the code thing that they used last time. It's a so, lot simpler. They do still have the codes if you want to pass those out. The yeah. codes were a little bit cumbersome side, but I understood why they were there. Yeah, me too. Um, but I'm kind of glad they did away with them because I, I think it just it, it didn't work. A lot of people just found it was frustrating. So. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, I definitely encourage everybody to, to download the app. The, one of the great things about the app is that even during the convention when you can't get a signal – the app, it won't be able to update, but it'll still work so that you can, you know, if you need to get or find out where a panel is, uh, you should be able to uh, look at through the app to tell you at least where the panel is, what building it's in. Um, I think it's got a map on it as well, and that's going to be crucial to this year because so many things are changing uh, as far as tracks being in different buildings, and, and, and almost uh, I think almost half of them have moved to a different location this year. So, um. So uh, the app is cool. We all like the app. Do we all use the app? Yeah, why not? <laughs> yes, been, we use the I've app. Been using, I was going to say, I've been using the app forever, even before they had the one that they have now. 
the the app is always super helpful to me uh, just because I don't like to carry around the paper pamphlet that has all the tracks and where they are and everything in them. So, so long as I can get signal, I'm good. Good. That's I think cool. with the fact that everything's changing, if you don't have the paper pamphlet and you don't have the app, you're going to be in trouble. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll be lost. Yeah, um, because I, I don't even know. Like, they haven't sent out the usual PDF of the the print equivalent of the schedule. I'm assuming they're still printing those up, but I, I haven't seen anything like that yet. So um, I would, I, yeah, like I said, I assume they are, but you're right. So many changes are happening. They, they, you know, the only way you can keep up with that is if you go to the daily dragon, which I, I, I recommend everybody check out as well. Cause uh, you never know where if you can't rely on redundancy that they're well, going to actually put like changes in everything. Well, another way to, do it is if you're up in the morning you can watch the late show it's true true yeah because they a lot of times have any cancellations or any room changes at at last minute <laughs> up in the morning <laughs> <laughs> if you're still awake yeah still going strong <laughs> in the morning well, and, and that kind of leads me to uh, another news item, because uh, since we last recorded, there were two things that happened uh, as far as DragonCon TV or TV-related DragonCon things that I think are unprecedented. One is that the parade will now be aired on local television. It'll be on the local uh, CW show uh, channel here. I'm not sure if it's available online yet. They haven't really been able to. I tried to substantiate that, but I don't know if if people who are not in the Atlanta area will be able to watch it. But um, still, for everybody who's in the Atlanta area, that's a that's an absolute, like, real big boon. And I don't know if it's going to keep people from coming. Uh, it's still probably going to be really mobbed on Saturday morning. Oh, it, it still will be. And the actually, the path is actually longer this year than it ever has been before. Yeah. It's, it's actually going up further up Peachtree. It's up almost, from what I see, it's almost to the Fox Theater. And uh, I do understand, even with the new arrangement, that the logistics of the of doing the parade is still cumbersome. And I, I do wonder if having this deal with local television does kind of help uh, that uh, the logistics of it so that maybe years, you know, next year, or the year after it can it can still continue along the same lines that it has been. So that would be cool. The other thing about uh, the TV is that DragonCon TV will now be available to uh, all attendees. You can get a streaming membership for just an additional $10 more for the weekend. Is it only open to people who have DragonCon badges or can anybody do it? Yes. It's only people who have DragonCon badges and they're only available at the DragonCon store. You must already have your badge and then go to the store. Yes. Yes, that's true. So um, they are doing a contest now on the Facebook page. I don't know if it'll be over with by the time people listen to this, but where people can win, they're getting out some memberships. But um, the I think they're testing this out. The plan is is that at some point it will be available to people who are not attendees. But right now, this year, the trial run, it's going to be available just to people who are attending. And obviously – it's more for people who are staying in outside hotels. They're not staying in the main hotels, or they just want to have DragonCon TV accessible to them uh, anywhere they are at the convention rather than just in their room. And they get it for, I think it's um, three months after the convention. So 
for three months, you can just keep reliving Dragon Con memories and panels and the parade and everything, uh, you know, just extend it out to the rest of the year, really. So uh, it, it has live coverage of the parade, the masquerade, the, the Friday night costume contest, as well as uh, the wrestling on Thursday and various panels, as well as uh, all sorts of other DC TV shenanigans. So uh, for 10 bucks, that's a pretty good deal. Whereas William says, all right, we could stream Bob and Carl. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, but I think that's a, you know, that's another move to the future. Um, I also wonder, I don't, I haven't heard anything about this, certainly this year. Uh, but I do know that um, another big convention, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, this year instituted uh, barcodes in people's badges in- and you could not get into various uh, the convention center as well as other areas without being scanned first. And I could easily see uh, Dragon Con adopting that kind of method. So I, I would look for that at some point in the not this year, of course, but that's sometime gonna, in the future. That's going to be a lot tougher though because there's so many say, different entrances. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, Mike. Oh no, what? Tacoma was actually saying is it's going to be tough to actually try to implement that because there's just so many different entrances and ways to get into the various hotels and the America's Mart. There's just not like one or two entrances. Right. But the way it stands now is that most of those entrances do have somebody at them yeah, uh, because but, they're not just allowing anybody to get in the hotels at night. But Mike, can you imagine how long the Skybridge's lines will be if somebody has to be scanning each fripping badge? I that at San Diego dealt with it. Yeah. So and they have twice as much people as Dragon Con. So um uh you know like I said I can I can it, and look at it would ensure that people who were in those hotels and in those areas were actually Dragon Con or hotel people. So I, I mean, mean I under I understand why they would want to implement something like that. I just see it being extremely hard and not going over very well. At least at first. And then what about people who are going to be staying at the hotels who are not going to the con? Well, if you've got a key card, it would be the same thing. You just have a barcode on the key card and it'd be fine. That, so, that means they have to print out all brand new key cards. For, they do They do that anyway because at Dragon Con, you get a Dragon Con key card at the host hotels. Yes. So it's, no. not, like, it's not like they're doing anything different. Look, uh, and it, I, this is I, not, don't, I don't see that being a good idea for Dragon Con. I'm just saying. We don't, and this is actually just speculation. So, I know, and uh, I'm just speculating that I don't think it's a good idea. I know, I just, <laughs> I, and, and 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 so I mean, who knows? It may not come to pass, but uh, based on San Diego's the response that was there, as well as uh, other conventions are adopting it. Like I said, I could just be, I could just see it happening. So, um, in any case, uh, the other, the last news item is that um, the comic and pop artist alley uh, social media and website is now up and running. So it took a little, little bit of, uh, um, I guess there was some kinks there. So, but that's been fine. The um, the pop artist alley list is now on the website. So you can just go to dragoncon.org and click on the. For some reason, it's a little different. Uh, they don't have. They're not all mixed in. With the regular guests that are going to be at Dragon Con, there's a lot of uh, uh, attending artists, artists that have um, paid for tables or vendors, and, and they're included on the um, the pop art list. So 
if there's something, I would definitely recommend people who are interested in comics and getting things signed and looking for creators and all that to definitely look over that list because, you know, you don't have a lot of time now. But if there's something you want to get signed and pull from your collection, you want to look over that list so you can make sure everybody's covered. You don't want to get to the convention and go like, oh, man, I left that issue at home. So um, and like I said, it is a little bit different than just the normal guest announcements. So uh, look that over. And speaking of guests. Uh, Mike and Mary, there's been some late comers to the, added to the party. Oh yeah, big time. It's interesting because usually by August 1st they have the schedules fairly set and the amount of guests, you know, fully in place. Up till today, Dragon Con has still been adding celebrities and artists and writers. It's just amazing. So we have a little bit of an abbreviated list, but there's some pretty big names on here. Uh, We will be starting at the bottom of the list. Mary, I'm going to let you go first. All righty, let's go. Alexander Siddig is best known to Dragon Con fans for his role as Dr. Julian Bashir on Star Trek Deep Space Nine and on many other shows. Uh, Falk Henschel portrays Kofu and his reincarnations as in Hawkman is a guest starring role during the second season of The Flash and the fourth season of Arrow and in the first seasons of DC's Legend of Tomorrow. Arthur Darvel is an English actor known for playing Rory Williams, one of the 11th Doctor's companions on the television series Doctor Who and Rip Hunter in Legends of Tomorrow. Casper Crump is an actor that is currently playing the immortal villain Vandal Savage in Legends of Tomorrow and the crossover episodes of Arrow and the Flash. Crump has played the role of Major Christopher in the recent adventures film The Legend of Tarzan. Christy Carlson Romano is one of the Disney Channel's original household name brands, having been the first to act on in three series that aired simultaneously, starring in Even Stevens, Cadet Kelly, and attaining an Emmy nomination for her animated Kim Possible. Garrett Wang is known for his role as Ensign Harry Kim on Star Trek Voyager, which ran from 1995 till 2001. He was keen to participate in the new role for the 2007 fan production of Star Trek of Gods and Men. Isn't he the director of the uh, Star Trek Trek? Yes, he's the director of the Star Trek Trek. So I hope he'd be a guest there. (laughs) (laughs) Sasha Royce is known for playing Captain Renard on NBC's hit drama Grimm and Sam Adama in the sci-fi series Caprica. Erin Gray is an American actress, perhaps best known for her role as Kate Summers in the situation, comedy Silver Spoons, and Colonel William Daring in the science fiction television series Buck Rogers in the 25th Century. Katie Sackhoff's rough-and-ready portrayal of hotshot pilot Kara Starbuck Thrace has been stealing scenes on the critically acclaimed show Battlestar Galactica for years now, turning heads and winning a Saturn Award along the way. Alan Turdick is known for his roles as... Hoban Wash Washburn in the Space Western television series Firefly and the movie Serenity. Sigh. Yeah. <laughs> Alpha is the science fiction TV series Dollhouse. Most recently is finished season two of the web series Con Men, playing the Marcus in the Maze Runner, the Scorch Trials, and recently finished shooting on Rogue One, a Star Wars story. That's cool. Alan- I didn't know he was going to be there. Yeah. Has he, uh, has he been to Dragon Con before? Oh, yeah. Okay, I must have just missed him then. Can't do that this year. Uh, All right, Alan North um, is an actor who has been described as the nearest thing the games industry has to a bona fide leading man. 
His voice work includes characters such as Nathan Drake from Uncharted, Desmond Miles from Assassin's Creed, the Penguin in Batman Arkham, and several Marvel characters, most popularly Deadpool. This one I'm kind of excited about. I was actually surprised with Judge Reinhold is coming to Dragon Con. And he's, he's been, judging. Exactly. That's what I've heard. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a proper noun and a verb. Exactly. I, I'm just personally glad Judge Reinhold is anywhere. <laughs> exactly. He's this, been in, this year especially. Oh, yeah. yeah seriously. Very much so. <laughs> Judge Reinhold's been in over 75 motion pictures and television roles and enjoyed a 25-year relationship with an international audience of all ages. And we just actually showed uh, William Fast Times at Richmond High, so... William will get a kick out of that. Jim Steranko is an American graphic artist, comic book writer, artist, historian, magician, publisher, and film production illustrator. Bob Camp is a cartoonist, comic book artist, writer, designer, director, producer. Bob is known for his work on the Ren and Stimpy TV show, which he co-created, directed, and produced. Bob is a professor at the School of Visual Arts in New York City. He works freelance on various projects. Sean Mayer is an American actor best known for his role as Simon Tam in the short-lived science fiction television series Firefly. Carrie Byron is an American television host and artist best known for her featured role on Discovery Channel's show Mythbusters. Tori, Be- Tori Bellucci is best known as the Daredevil on Mythbusters and can hold just about can build just about anything. He's been a regular host for Science Science Channel's hit show, Punkin' Chunkin', for the last five years, and is currently on the Travel Channel with a new show called Thrill Factor. Violet Bean is best known for her role as DC Comics superhero character Jesse Quick. Spoilers! In the CW series, The Flash. (laughs) I saw that coming. (laughs) Like we didn't see that one happening. Adam Baldwin has an impressive range of over 60 feature film roles in his career so far. He currently stars as XO Mikey Slattery on TNT's hit drama, The Last Ship. Baldwin is also known widely for his role as Jane Cobb in Joss Whedon's Firefly. If he decides to show up. I'll believe it when I see it. (laughs) The guy is always working. Mm -hmm. Allison Skagalotti. Uh, Allison is a American actress. She's best known for her roles in Drake and Josh and sci-fi series Warehouse 13. Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> um, Edward Eddie McClintock is an American actor who has starred in, in numerous television shows. He currently portrays the role of Secret Service agent Peter Latimer on the sci-fi series Warehouse 13. Willa Holland is an American actress, voice actress, and model, but she's best known for her role as Thea Queen, or Speedy, in Arrow. Jacqueline Taboni was born and raised in San Francisco and attended University of Michigan. It was there she did an acting exercise for the Grimm producers and ended up booking the role of Trubel. She's since co-starred in the independent film Liked, produced by Timur... Lord, I'm not even going to go for that. Nope, um, nope, you don't have to. <laughs> and Easy, Joe Swanberg's anthology for Netflix. Aaron Eisenberg is an American actor known for his role as Nog on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Yes! Oh my gosh, I'm watching that show. That just totally blows my mind. <laughs> this, this is another favorite of mine coming up here next. Joey Fatone is a singer, dancer, actor, and television personality. Gaining popularity from his time as a member of NSYNC, Joey has propelled that popularity into many avenues and recently starred in Dead 7. Ba, 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 ba. Yes! 
Need to get JC. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Meissen is an English film, television, theater actor, voice artist, and writer. He is best known for his current starring role as Ichabod Crane on the Fox series Sleepy Hollow. Uh, Teddy Sears currently is currently shooting a recurring guest role on the wildly popular TV series The Flash for the CW. Previously, he appeared in the first season of X- FX's series American Horror Story. Oh, he he died at the end of the season. Oh, spoilers! Sorry. <laughs> sorry if you haven't seen it yet. Thanks, dude. <laughs> I know. I just blew it for everybody. Chris Kirkpatrick is credited and founding member of InSync. His <laughs> albums. In sync and no strings attached, sold over 10 million copies each. Sure yeah. did. He has also lent his <laughs> acting and vocal <laughs> skills to Nickelodeon's cartoon, Back The Fairly Odd Parent. Backstreet's back. I fucking love In sync. In sync is awesome. We are definitely going is back. There a, hold on. Hold on. Is there a reunion concert? Is JT showing up? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. They're supposed to host the masquerade. Because Lance isn't doing anything right now. Which, to be I, honest, I like, could actually get me to watch the masquerade. Okay. <laughs> well, it's on DragonCon TV. Yeah, it you sure is. You can stream is. it for just $10. <laughs> plug, 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 and we're not making a penny off of it. No, we're right? not. All right. Alessandro Giuliani is an American actor and singer. He's best known as Tactical Officer Lieutenant Felix Gaeta on Battlestar Galactica. He previously voiced the character L. Lolliet in the English version of the anime series Death Note. Denina Gervanka is perhaps known for her role in HBO's True Blood. She is currently set to take the role as the female lead on the new season of Sleepy Hollow. And that is it as of today. Yeah, and like I said, like we keep saying, it's all subject to change. I mean, they could be adding people and they could be, well, obviously people have commitments, uh, travel things. Uh, there will be some no-shows. Uh, they've already Im- announced a couple of cancellations. Burn Gorman and Carl Urban are both uh, unable to make it this year. Uh, there's a few others. You'll just have to go to the website and uh, check that out to find out if uh, other people who are you are looking forward to have canceled. Um, well, isn't that just perfect? Yeah, well, it, it happens, and we all know that. Um, so, and yes, uh, keep, uh, you know, <laughs> an, an Adam Baldwin watch, right? Uh, yes. To see, to see if he shows up <laughs> on that list. Um has he ever been to Dragon Con? Oh, yeah. I think I want to say he has. He's he been, has shown up before. He has been there probably like a handful of times, but probably he's not been there a handful of times he's been scheduled yeah, to do Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So, and that's because he's always like I said he's always working. So, he always gets a job and can't make it. So. Um so cool. Well, um before I want to you know definitely looking forward to playing everybody's segments and all the all the listeners and everybody that we got that sent in segments about what they're looking forward to but um I just wanted to spend some time talking about what what you guys are are looking forward to what you got planned where people can find you if you want to promote any events uh let's uh yeah let's just go around and and talk about like you know what it's only a week away what are you what are you really most looking forward to we we will start with Mary. Yeah, sure. Um, honestly, I'm mostly just looking forward to seeing people. Just people. I mean, like I know that doesn't have a lot to do with the convention, but DragonCon is so much more a social activity for me than a like a geek activity. That like I'm I'm just ready to like just hang out with my friends and like have a few drinks and just like chill out um, and to like wear my new costumes. So that's gonna be fun too. 
And you know what? And that's not to. I don't. I don't think that's diminishing in any way because I, I do think no. it's really important. I mean, you can have all the guests you want, all the panels and everything like that. But you know, to have people to share it with and and have these uh, events and experiences to share it with is is really special. I mean, I've been going to over twenty of these things, and and my cousin Bill is with me almost all the time. And when he's the, the couple times he's had to miss it. It, it's been a little lacking, just a little bit, just because he hasn't been there. So I, I, I always look forward. I know that this is the one event that we can just pal around and then hang out with. And that's and there are some people I only, even people that are local to Atlanta, there's some people that I only see at DragonCon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And exactly. sometimes it's better that way. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're not going to name names, but... <laughs> Wow, there's a story there somewhere, kids. Salty. <laughs> Very salty. Same time next year. <laughs> um, uh, are, these, are there any events that, Mary, that you're participating in that, um, or, or something that you're just like, you know, you want everybody to make sure it doesn't, uh, that if they can schedule it, they shouldn't miss it? Gosh, I'm sure as a media relations representative, there's something I'm supposed to say, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, you're just among friends. It's Honestly, okay. uh, not really. I know that Dan uh, Dan Carroll's doing some um, performances, um, and I don't like have the details on me, but like you should definitely look for those on the app because Dan's really funny and he will do an awesome job. So I mean, that's really all I have. Like, go do something crazy in the Marriott Pulse Bar. Like, that's really my recommendation. <laughs> And tell yeah, them Mary sent you. Yeah, exactly. And try tell to remember that. it the next day. You know, <laughs> that's actually, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's actually, I, I did want to bring that up too because Dan usually runs around and does a lot of working, but he doesn't usually participate in, in a lot of events. And he does have, um, he is doing a Seriously Dan online dating versus video gaming thing uh, at the Westin on Friday at 10 p.m. So 10 p.m., that means it's, it's 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 not all ages. <laughs> that sounds like my kind of party. <laughs> so, so cool for Dan. I'm, 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 that'll be something that definitely I encourage people to go to. So, Dagoma, uh, what about you? Uh, I am actually working a few events and I usually attend a few events and then uh, I'm typically one of those people who loads up their their app and their schedule with things that they hope to attend (laughs) and may or may not get to them. Uh, There are a few things that I will be doing. I will, of course, be stage managing for the second year now, um, second, third year, I can't remember, uh, the Dragon Con Glamour Geek Review on Saturday night slash Sunday morning. It starts at midnight on Saturday, so technically Sunday morning, and we are in the Sheraton this year. Um, And I will also be helping with the uh, Nerdy New Year Party on Thursday, which is in the Atlanta Marriott Marquis. And I believe that starts at 8 or 8.30, but I'm looking forward to that event as well. Um, But otherwise, I'm I'm really hoping to hit up some costume panels. I've been cosplaying for a short time now, but there's always more to learn. So I, I always try to hit those up if I can. Now, um, and I meant to ask this, Mary, of you as well. Are are you debuting any new outfits? Yeah, yeah, I have a couple, actually. That'll be new. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. 
Can we know what they are? Do you want to know what they are? (laughs) I do. I'm a curious Um, person. I do want to know what they are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one I want to keep secret because it's uh, kind of silly to talk about on the internet. If you a person, I'll tell you. (laughs) Hold on. You're going as Flubber. Among friends. (laughs) That would be no, awesome. I'm just actually do- really excited about it. Um, so anyway, another one that we're doing is um, there. We're gonna do um, Kylo, Hux, and Phasma from Star Wars as Pokemon oh. trainers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we're gonna be like, um, we'll have Phasma and Hux as Team Rocket, basically, and then um, the our our. Um, um, what's it called? Kylo will be the new, like, the new starter Pokemon, Litten. I think it'll be really cute. Um, kind of meta, but I think if people get it, it'll be cool. Um, and then also there's a mobile game called Avengers Academy. It's basically like if the Avengers were in high school. And so we're going to be cosplaying from that. So I'm, I'm going to be Wasp from that game. Awesome. Cool. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much awesome. all the new stuff for me. Uh, I have been reluctant to post what my list is going to be. Um, I'm still sewing the patches onto my, my jumpsuit for my Ripley costume. Um, and I still need to find shoes for it. Shh, don't judge me. Uh, <laughs> Bro, no judgment. Um, Amazon Prime your friend. I'm not even talking about <laughs> shoes right now. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Um, and then I just did, if any of you follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, I just posted a draft photo of just my facial makeup for uh, my Mystique costume or cosplay, uh, which I'm really glad. I was reluctant to do a draft of it because the makeup I use is expensive um, and I only have a little bit of it and it comes in from Germany. So it takes it takes some time to get here. <laughs> but wow. um I'm I'm glad that I did because there's definitely a learning curve. <laughs> but, oh, awesome. uh, cool. I'm I'm hoping to bring her out and then I'm debating whether or not I'm gonna bring out uh my poison ivy costume again. Yes, do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My philosophy is bring every costume you own, you'll probably wear more of them than you think you will. I don't stay in a hosting hotel. I haven't been able to yet since I've been coming to Dragon Con, so I don't get the opportunity to have multiple costume changes. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, that definitely makes a big difference. Gotcha. I got to plan that. Is there is there an area where you can change in a in a nice safe environment or does it you're not stuck in a bathroom, are you? Uh, I don't, I mean, I don't normally do multiple changes throughout the day. If I change, it's usually before I have to do an event. Like uh, the last year I worked the pinup pool party, which I'll probably attend again this year, which is over at the Sheridan, of course, on Friday, I believe. Um, and I, that one I usually change in the bathroom. Right before the, uh, the Dragon Con Glamour Geek review, I, if I can, I usually change into somebody's room. And I don't normally wear a costume for that because I'm running around. Now, I have heard that um, that the 10th floor of the Marriott is a place where costumers can go to relax and make changes and all that kind of stuff. Is that true or is that just something that I've heard? This is a myth I might test. <laughs> that was something that they did a few years ago. I'm not yeah. sure if it was there last year. I don't know how 
yeah, how successful it was. Because exactly. there were there used to be photo shoots on the tenth floor. But the tenth floor of the Marriott, if you are a costumer, is a great place to go to have a seat and relax and rest and it is off the beaten path. So Yeah, and it's stuff. the one it's like one of the few areas too where you don't have to worry about someone coming up to you every few minutes and asking for a photo. You can exactly. actually just, you can actually exactly. just chill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, and I use quiet as, you know, air quotes right quiet. there. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> as quiet as the Marriott can get, yes. Mm. Pretty much. But and that's in the beauty of that is that all elevators will stop on the tenth floor. So uh, Ooh. Also, um, if you are looking for me, I do usually hit up my um, my Saturday is usually relatively free until that evening. But uh, my friend Jeremy Barker, who does 3D Personify, um, he's actually vending at Dragon Con this year. This is our first year there. And he's usually the guy that I work with at all the other conventions. So um, feel free to come by because I'll probably be over there getting a scan because he really wants a scan of my Mystique costume. So Cool. Awesome. Well, that's awesome. Um, Darren, what about you? Um, <laughs> what am I looking forward to at Dragon Con? I want to have a vacation <laughs> in which I don't have to look at a computer. So that is what I'm basically concentrating on for five days. Woo-hoo! I don't want to look at a computer, period. I'll look at my phone. That's fine, but not a computer. I need to break away from technology for a little bit and then go enjoy some geeky fun time. I'm going to do probably um, anytime. You see DJ Spider at a rave. That's where I'll be. Yeah, um, I think she's except, got two scheduled. Is she's that got at least two scheduled, uh, except for Saturday night. Saturday night's the Spectrum party for the LGBT crew. So please come by. That has actually been moved from the Sheraton to the Hilton Grand Salon West. Uh, it starts at 10 p.m. And I've noticed a lot of this on the raves and the dance parties. You've got to have your ID and your badge. Oh, wow. And you should have your ID anyway because you're probably going to order a drink at the bar. But That was the same at the Bunny Hutch as well because I yeah. usually do the Bunny Hutch every year. Yeah, so make sure, folks, just a heads up. It's, it's easy to say, well, I left my ID back at the hotel. They will send you back to your room because there's a – I get the impression there's a big thing with liability going on right now. So make sure you have your driver's license, your passport, whatever says that you are over um, 21 – to enter these parties. Yeah, I feel bad for the them. people who are in full costume and yeah. they have, if they have to show their ID, how do we know that's really you? <laughs> uh, you <got> an ID. <laughs> Congratulations. So, um, I'll be doing that. I'm going to do, um, some board game testing, I think on Friday, cause I haven't done that in a while. There's a lot of cool board games out. I want to just spend a day gaming. And then, uh, Saturday I will probably be watching dragon con TV a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, to get over the Friday night. I was going to say, a.k.a. recovering. <laughs> a.k.a. recovering. <laughs> Saturday evening, I'll be at the Spectrum Party. I'll probably be, my only costume is going to be Wonder Warrior this year. I'm taking it easy with costuming this year. Well, after um, your costume fell apart last year. year. Yeah, and I haven't had time or the energy to get anything together this past year. So I'm just working on trying to fix my bloody boots for Wonder Warrior, and hopefully that'll be done before we have to get to the hotel. Um, Sunday is going to be a fun day. I don't know what I'm doing yet. That's usually my dealer room day and the art show day and that kind of stuff. So I'll probably be wandering around for that. And then of course, Monday recover and go home. (laughs) That's basically (laughs) the plan. I'm assuming we're doing something Sunday night. Director Faber will tell us later. So la 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 la. I do plan (laughs) on making uh, a batch of pie. Oh, damn you. So, (laughs) Just saying. Ooh, 
and I am driving up separate than the people that I'm attending con with, so I should actually be able to stay and do the recording with you guys on Sunday. Yay! Hey, Thank you for that. And Mary might grace us with her presence, which will be awesome. I will do my best. I'm bringing (laughs) pie, Mary. I will be there. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do my best. (laughs) (laughs) Atta girl. (laughs) Mike, what about you? For you, it's all panels, panels, panels. Hey, come on. A guy needs a hobby. What can you say? Absolutely. No, it's cool. Um, Yeah, it's going to be panels. I think it's going to be averaging, what, about three a day? That's not bad for you. That seems less than last year. No, I actually have a lot of free time this year. Wow. So I might go pope into some of my friends and hang out with, you know, you at Artist Alley. Mark Maddox is going to be there and a couple other folks and... It'll be, you know, a lot of fun. Maybe get to the vendor room maybe before Monday and half the things. <laughs> so it, it'll be That's when everything's on sale, though. I know. That's why I go on Mondays. What do you mean? Exactly. <laughs> what? Two for one pop figures? I'm there. Come on. So, yeah, it'll be a blast. It just backs the car up. Beep, 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 beep. beep, beep. What do you mean? We'll have Mark Maddox's pickup truck. So this is even more room for us. <laughs> there you go. Truck. Exactly. Pack up that truck. Let's go. But yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing. For me, going to Dragon Con is like a big family reunion. I get to see, you know, I get to see my friends. I get to see people I consider family, and we might actually have a couple people coming who have never been before. Or virgins. We're gonna have some virgins, so I'm gonna be uh, showing a few of them around, and we also, you know, have two ESO recordings. So it should be a lot of fun. Absolutely. And like you said about the family, I mean, in addition to all the other uh, friends that we meet up there, we've got a lot of ESOs and network people there. So this is the one time usually that we can guarantee that we can bank on seeing them every year. So that's Mm -hmm. always nice and getting together, whether we're recording or not. And, and uh, you know, not to, not to, not to focus on one person, but I am really excited that we get to to meet Mary Ogle for the first time uh, doing the show ESW for uh, a year, over a year now with her, right? Yep. And not ever getting a chance to meet her in person. I'm very excited that she's able to make the trip. So. Yep, you're going to enjoy her. She's a lot of fun to be with, and she's just a great person. And it's going to be fun seeing what kind of chemistry we can get all together recording live. And I think I can announce this too, but if anybody's interested, uh, Mary does some uh, artwork and and she has a coloring book and we will have some of those at my table in the Artist Alley. So uh, if you're interested in picking up, if you know Mary and you're interested in picking up some of her work or checking it out, uh, you can come to my table and uh, uh, they'll be there. And I think she's going to spend some time there as well. So that's pretty awesome. And, and speaking of which, um, yeah, this one looks like a – a big one for me. I, I'm very excited. Of course, uh, doing panels is always fun. Um, but uh, uh, look, the main the main thing that I, I love doing is hanging around the uh, comic and pop art area. And uh, I, I have a special reason to be to be happy because Tiki Zombie Three will be uh, available and at my table. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, we'll be running a uh, a raffle special. I've got uh, some limited edition. Um, a barrel tops made with the cover that just came out gorgeous. And so we're going to be selling those. 
And it's a little bit of a higher price item for me. So, uh, but there will be a chance that anybody who buys a copy of Tiki Zombie Three, well, we're going to have a raffle, and uh, Sunday afternoon we'll we'll give one of those away. So that's been that's going to be pretty exciting. And uh, I've I've asked this for a couple years, and uh, it didn't happen. But this year, I'm very excited because I, I will be hosting a Tiki Pop Phenomenon panel at DragonCon as part of the comics and pop art. Uh, programming. I'm very excited about that. We've got uh, Derek Yaniger as well as uh, the the guys from Horror and Clay and uh, the, uh, uh, the the Fezomania. I think they they, they make fezes. Uh, so uh, they're going to be part of that. Uh, there's going to be some other maybe special guests as well. Um, very exciting to to sort of have a tiki event within Dragon Con. It's sort of like you know outside of Trader Vic's. I mean, it would, in a perfect world, we could get it done at Trader Vic's. We could just rent out Trader or you know have have a huge space at Trader Vic's to have it at. But um, this will be over in the comics and pop art area, which again uh, is going to be in America's Mart. It's going to be in Building Number Two, and the artist alley will be on the third floor, and all the programming will be on the fourth floor. So. Uh, so hopefully my acrophobia won't kick in. Um, <laughs> hopefully, I don't know if there's any windows nearby. Probably not. So I don't think I'll have to worry about that. Just don't ride in the glass elevator, Mike. <laughs> I'm also very excited too, because as you know, I like to, I like to, you know, uh, visit with guests and everything like that, celebrities. And I'm very excited that Sam Jones and Melody Anderson are going to be there. I'm big, uh, but, um, Flash Gordon fan, and uh, I've always wanted to meet them, so it's going to be a treat for me. And uh, as a Deep Space Nine fan, there's two of the Deep Space Nine stars I haven't met before, Alexander Siddig and um, uh, Aaron, uh, who plays Nog, so I'm excited to meet those as well. So that's a lot to do. I mean, it really is a, ju- uh, you know, a juggling act for me because I, I, you know, I sell the comics, I do the panels, and I, I just like to be a fan. So uh, all three of those things, it's, it's a lot on my plate, but I, I love every minute of it. And, uh, and, and that's, that's really all that we've got looking forward to, and, that's, and so much more. But I did, like I said, we, co- we asked everybody to, um, out there to send us some audio clips. So we're going to play those so that our listeners uh, can get an idea of what other people are excited about, some other ideas of events not to miss. Some of the uh, program directors, track directors, have uh, sent us messages to let you know what's going on in their track. So we will play those, and then we'll come back and uh, talk to Nikki. Now we're here with our segment on Geek Behind the Lens with Nikki Baker. Hey, Nikki. Hey, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm a little nervous, as I'm sure we all are, with it being this close to the show. Less than a week, um, my dear. Yeah, it's. I can't believe it. It seems like just last week we were saying, oh, it's six months away, and now here it is. Time flies when you're having fun. Is Are we having fun? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> I keep on telling myself that every day of the office. So um, today I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, some things that you should make sure that you've got in your camera bag. Um, As you guys know, photography is a hobby and a passion of mine. And so I just want to give any would-be shutterbugs out there a little bit of information um, just based on my experiences from attending DragonCon and, you know, other conventions for the last 15 years. So like I said, I'm just going to go over some things that are really helpful um, to keep in your camera bag. And you don't have to have a huge, enormous camera bag. 
Uh, you know, you don't have to carry 10 different lenses, um, but just important stuff that you should have. So obviously if you're shooting digital, which most of us are these days, you want to make sure that you've got uh, your memory cards and don't rely on having just one really large memory card. Make sure you've got a couple uh, because, you know, technology does glitch. You may have issues with one memory card, not wanting to write the pictures properly. Uh, and then also if there's something that you want to edit when you're there, if you're so inclined, you've got another memory card that you can just pop into your camera. So always make sure that you've got at least two memory cards and you can get memory cards on Amazon or you can get them at micro center or Best Buy or any place like that. Um, pretty inexpensive. And there is um, not really any place right around the con to get a new, uh, microchip or, you know, memory card. Yeah. Right. You don't want to have to be caught trying to get somebody to either take you to a store or, <laughs> you know, try to buy one from somebody who, who might have extras. So yeah, like I said, um, just go to your, your local electronic store, even places like target carries memory cards. So just make sure that you grab a couple of those and throw those in your bag. Um, batteries, you want to make sure that your batteries are fully charged, that you bring a charger with you to keep in the room. Uh, and then also you want to make sure that you've got, um, uh, backup batteries. Cause again, <clears throat> excuse me again, it's situation of technology fails. And like Mike said, along with slim pickings, as far as memory cards, you're really not going to be able to find a lot of places that will have batteries as well. There is a CVS in Peachtree center, but I don't know how fully stocked they are in the way of camera batteries. Oh, so they, they actually do. Okay. Cause I, okay. Went, well, I had to get to them last year. I had to get a couple double uh, a batteries last year for my camera and they came in very handy. Ah, well, that's good if your camera can take double A. Some cameras can't. Some cameras take very specific batteries. But good to know that they do have regular batteries there. Like if you're using a flash, uh, an off-camera flash, you can pick up batteries there. So that's good to know. Good information for me as well. And they do have, <laughs> they do have film because they do have a camera processing center there. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, if you're not if you're not shooting uh, digital. You know, you'll be shooting film, but I don't, you know, I don't know a lot of people that still shoot film these days. I do only because I enjoy the way that film looks. Um, but the nice thing about digital is the immediacy of it. You know, you get to see what the picture looks like right then and there. Um, <clears throat> if you are shooting film, yes, make sure you bring extra rolls of film with you. Um, or you can buy film there at the CVS and Peachtree Center. A couple other things that you want to make sure that you've got in your bag are um, cleaning cloths for your lenses. And you may think, ah, I'll just use my shirt. No, no, no. You don't want to use your shirt. You could scratch your lens, and you don't want to do that. And then you may think, well, why would I need a cleaning cloth in the first place? My camera is only going from the camera bag. When I take it out, I use it, I put it back. You're going to be hot and sweaty. You're going to accidentally put your finger on the lens. I've done it. I actually just did it today. I was out working on a photo shoot with somebody and I put my thumb on the lens and I had a nice big thumbprint right in the middle of my lens. So pick up a little cleaning cloth. You can use those um, small microfiber cloths that you use to clean your glasses with. That's the perfect thing to clean your lens with as well. 
uh, and just super easy to throw in your bag with you. So extra memory cards, extra batteries, charging cable, cleaning cloth, obviously your camera, and a way to offload those pictures onto your laptop. If you don't have a laptop that's got a slot built in, you can get a little card reader. Again, Amazon, and we're far enough out to where if you have Amazon Prime, you can probably still get it shipped to you before the show. So those are just my quick tips, last-minute things to make sure that you carry in your bag. That totally makes sense. Do you have anything to share? Any camera advice? Because I know you like to take pictures uh, for the station, too. Oh, of course. I usually end up taking close to anywhere between 500 and 1,000 pictures. Just depends if I go to the parade, if I, you know, if, you know, I stay out late or all night taking pictures and then, you know, just other things like that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, usually, as I always tell people, if you're going to do walking around to take pictures, wear comfortable shoes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And make sure that you, uh, off, off the topic of camera gear, but just personal gear, make sure that you have sunscreen. Because Atlanta is very sunny and very warm right now. So you have sunscreen, uh, baseball hat, um, a little fan that mists you as well. Those are pretty handy to have. Uh, Yes, comfortable shoes, good socks, very important stuff. Because, yeah, there's so much to see and do. Not just at Dragon Con, but if you go to the aquarium, there's going to be tons of stuff that you're going to want to do there. And the aquarium event does have shuttles, but... You can walk over there. It's not that terrible of a walk. And there's actually some neat things to take pictures of on the way over there, too. Exactly. Exactly. Also, hand sanitizer. Oh, yeah. Or actually, or actually even wipes for your camera. Yep. Yeah. You, you can get that, too. Very good. So, you know, items like that. Of course, you don't use the sanitary wipes or the disinfectant wipes on your, on your lens, but on the camera where you hold it. Right. Yeah. On on the camera body, it can get a little grubby on some of those, those grips. And yeah, especially if you're out taking a lot of pictures um, throughout the day, your hands are going to get kind of sweaty and then you're going to be, you know, picking up your food or picking up a coffee or whatever. And so, yeah, you, you may end up with a grubby camera. So that's actually a really good tip. Exactly. Exactly. Another thing, um, I've seen people at the con use belt tripods. Yes, um, that actually is uh, something that I was recently looking at myself, but uh, it's something that's a little bit more of an investment um, than something you want to pick up just off the cuff, but uh, you can actually pick up some really nifty camera stabilizers for as little as $45. Um, and the camera stabilizer is really neat because if you are wanting to shoot video with your digital camera, you can use that stabilizer. And what it does is it's got something called a gimbal and it basically will keep that, the, the camera level, even if you're not able to hold it level. And if, if you're a little bit shaky, that camera stabilizer will compensate for that shake. Uh, and they're easy to throw in a bag. They have collapsible versions. Like I said, 45 bucks. I know I sound like I'm plugging Amazon, but you can go through the ESO store uh, on Amazon and pick up these things. Uh, and we get a little bit of uh, a kick for ESO, and you get the gear that you need. Exactly. 
Exactly. Or um, do you know what the rules are this year with selfie sticks? Because I know I think they are not legal anymore. Yeah, selfie sticks are still banned. So um, you're just going to have to either get a friend or hope that your friends have really long arms. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, or just ask somebody to take a picture. Right, of you guys. exactly, and you know, and people will do that. Uh, people will do that for you pretty easily, and most everybody knows how to use uh, your standard digital camera or your cell phone, uh, whether it be an Android or an iPhone. Everybody knows how to take the picture just there on the screen, easy peasy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, exactly. no, no selfie sticks. Exactly, it's hard not to take a good picture anymore. Oh, I know. You know, and especially with the built-in software that's that's on your phone, you can throw some filters on there. You can do little edits as far as adjusting the exposure, adjusting the white balance, stuff like that. You can do all that right there in the phone, upload it to Instagram or Facebook, and boom, you're like a professional. Exactly. You might be <laughs> uh, talking to Nikki soon and you know, like comparing notes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, all right, um, we're going to switch gears a little bit. So what are you looking forward to most this year with DragonCon? Um, I'm actually really looking forward to going to more panels this year. Uh, last year, I did a lot of photo shoots, and I'm not doing as many this year. I, I still have a good number of photo shoots, but I'm going to try to see more panels this year. Um, and spending time with my friends, of course, always a big treat. Because as you know, as with all of us, this is like our our nerd family reunion. So it's people that you only get to see at Dragon Con. Um, but as far as if I had to pin down one thing, it's trying to get into more panels. There there are a lot of really cool panels that I'm excited about. Oh sure. No, I. What about you? There's a ton I'm looking forward to. But like I like you just said, it's like a nerd family reunion, and for me, it's. You know, it's almost like coming home. Yeah. And even if it's just seeing my friends, hi, see ya, we're going to a panel, you know, something as you're going down the sky tram or something and, you know, just Uh walking past them. But you're seeing them and you're there with them and it's just awesome. Yeah. I actually, um, on Facebook, I've had my profile picture has been set to Liam Neeson uh, a little twist on his line from Taken, where I will find you and I will kill you, blah, blah, blah. But the meme that I have is my profile picture says, I will find you and I will hug you at Dragon Con. And that's really what I want to try to do with all my friends. So if you guys see me out and about, please come up and give me a hug. I might be kind of sweaty and gross. You probably will be as well. So <laughs> just come up and give me a hug. Exactly. And that gets into the whole thing and tying back into what you were talking back before. It's great to give Nikki hugs and everything, just not when she's taking a picture. Yes. Yeah. Uh, definitely wait until <laughs> we're done shooting. And then, yeah, feel free to, to come over and say hello and give me a hug. And let me take your picture, too. Exactly. I love taking pictures of everybody. Exactly. And she will put it up on her website. It's really yes. awesome. Yep, I will. And she does a great job. She's one of the best. Oh, thank you. And so, you know, it's going to be fun. And thank you for chatting with us, of course, once again this year. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. And, you know, we will see you at the con. Yep. And how can people find you real quick? Uh, You can find me on Facebook. Uh, My 
page is Geek Behind the Lens. And you can also find me on Twitter at Nikki71. Excellent. And are you on the app yet for Dragon Con? Yes, I am. I am definitely on the app. Uh, I'm as I'm on there as Nikki RB. Um, so yeah, just look me up, and I you can find me because I'm actually holding my friend's Death Scythe from Black Butler. So I'm pretty easy to pick out. Excellent. I'm adding you as we speak. Excellent. Yay! So we will see you at the con. Yep. Hey everyone, and now we are here with Eternal Zan. Welcome back. We have only a little over a week, Zan. I know. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. I have less than that because I'm going to be there for setup. So oh, basically, wow. yeah, so I'm going to drive up on Sunday. So Monday is my new Thursday because I start setup on Tuesday and I do set up for one department on Tuesday. I'm going to hopefully be helping out tech ops this year. I'm waiting for them to get back to me with my schedule and then set up for the Dragon Con store on Wednesday and part of Thursday, being a tour leader for the newbie tours. Uh, that Kim and Kevin help out with and Sue also helps out with. Uh, that's on Thursday. And then a bunch of meetups for the Eternal members and going to the convention, doing the parade, and then teardown. So at this point, I've just officially nicknamed Dragon Con 2017 the Intervention. Uh-oh. I need to be stopped. Exactly. Stop it or she's going to take over the whole show. I don't know what I don't know which way I'm I'm turning. I haven't finished my costumes. I'm still working on them. They're wet in the other room drying so I can put on the next layer. I'm working on it. I'm making progress. That's awesome. So what are we going to talk about this week? Last minute inspiration for the costumes. Well, this month I covered all the hotels this year for listeners who are new and maybe binge listening. If you're maybe reverse binge listening, I've done that sometimes. If you go back to the previous episodes, I covered one hotel per episode for a good portion of this year. And this this month is the America's Mart, which is not officially a hotel, but, you know, it it is officially where Dragon Con has activities. Hey, come on, camp. gaming is going to be there. So, yeah, you know, well, a, lot, a lot of people will be staying there more than their hotel room. That That could be. So, officially, don't sleep. But go back to your hotel room to sleep. Don't just fall asleep at a gaming table. But I know sleep is for wusses. Come on. Everybody knows that's what Starbucks is for. And there's a Starbucks right in the first floor of the America Smart Building One. I I did ask some people online in the ESO Network Facebook group what questions they have. And hopefully I will be answering all of them. So the first thing people want to know is... What's going to be there? And well, let's start with where is the America's Mart? I am a landmark driver, so here's how I remember it. If you walk out the front of the Hyatt and do not cross the street, but turn left and just start walking down the street, you will eventually see the America's Mart across from the Hooters on the on the right side. So you go out of the Hyatt, you make a left, you just keep walking. You actually hold 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 on. Um, you've actually at that point walked right past the America's Mart if you get to Hooters because Hooters is right across the street from the Westin. Oh, you're right. I'm thinking of the Westin. You're right because I'm so used to going to the Westin. Okay, but you're passing the CVS. You're passing. Actually, it's right across the street from the CVS. That's okay. the best way. That's okay. the best way to see it. And if you okay. right and the base of it is the Starbucks I had mentioned, and there's also 
a uh, there's a restaurant there of one of those fancy restaurants, and so and it's also at the top of a Marta stop for Peachtree Center, which will be very handy. Exactly. Uh, for people coming in if they're just coming in to see the parade that day. So, yeah, good point. I'm really used to just beelining it for the West End, but it's bet- it's before you get to the West End. So what, you're, what we're both talking about is America's Mart Building 1. There is Building 1, 2, and 3. We are only having – Dragon Con is only having activities in Buildings 1 and 2. So the building you can see from the street is Building 1. Building 2 is directly behind that. Mm, that – basically is the building that last year the uh, vendors were all in. Right. And America's Mart Building 2 last year had vendors in floors 1 and 2, and those are staying the same this year. What's being added is they added in Building 2 floors 3 and 4. So, for example, the Comics Artist Alley moved out of the Hyatt and now it is going to be in the America's Mart Building 2 on the third floor. And then several tracks moved from where they were, and they have been moved to Building 2, Floor 4. So what's going to be on Floor 4 is comics programming, military sci-fi, which used to be the Stargate track. So now that has Stargate, Battlestar Galactica, Babylon 5, and Farscape are all under the new military sci-fi track. The Star Trek track and alternate history track are all going to be in the America's Mart Building 2, Floor 4. So gaming moved out of the Hilton into Building 1 of the America's Mart and part of the Westin. So what is going to be in the Westin is video gaming, tabletop gaming, and LAN gaming. So board games and all the other gaming where you're actually playing the game is going to be in America's Mart Building 1. So... The Dragon Con store will also have a location, and they are a vendor. So they're going to be in Building 2, Floor 2, and their booth number is 2127 and 2129. And I'm mentioning the Dragon Con store because they are going to have a bunch of 30th anniversary merch that they're going to surprise us with because the Dragon Con store has closed now. They always got to close before the convention so they can physically pack up and take all the merch to the convention. So they have a blackout period before and after the convention each year. And they really didn't have a lot of 30th anniversary merch up on the store this year. So they're bringing it all at the con. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what they've got. So that's pretty much what's going to be there. What I find interesting is that there is a skywalk that I've never actually been on, but I've passed by it. There is a skywalk that takes you from the Westin to America's Mart Building 1. And then I believe there is a skywalk that takes you from Building 1 to Building 2. Now, there is a Building 3, but we're not in it, and there is no Building 4. I've seen some confusion online about Building 4. I don't think Building 4 exists. Maybe it's in another dimension. I couldn't find it on any map. It's not on the America's Mart website. It's only a need-to-know thing. Exactly. Like, I don't need to know. I don't have clearance. So the America's Mart website is www.americasmart.com. But of course, where you're going to find all the information about DragonCon vendors is in the DragonCon app, which I'm sure you've already talked about. So how you get to America's Mart Building 1 from the Westin is, this is how I remember it, you walk into the entrance of the Westin from Peachtree Street and you enter on the 6th floor, so you'll go up the marble steps, enter on the 6th floor, and then 
you will go past the walk past the elevator banks, which are right in the middle of the hotel. So when you walk straight in, you can't miss them. Go past the elevator banks and immediately start looking on the right hand side for a small sign that says overlook. This is the way you get to the America's Mart Building One. So pay attention to the signs as you enter because I don't think they say Weston on the way back. Um, a lot of times they, they don't say specifically what building they're going to and from. So I don't think the signage is big and it not, might not be particularly well marked, but you can also just pay attention to traffic flow because you might be like, hey, where are all these those people going? But also Dragon Con has gotten a lot better with their signage, especially in the America's Mart. So they might actually have signs saying to the Westin. That would not surprise me. I would hope Dragon Con would have signage. I, yeah, I was just referring to the signage of the hotel itself. So oh, yeah. So if you're getting there really early and you're looking at, at the hotel map, it, it just said – well, I was looking at the home, hotel map on the Westin website, which is another thing. Like a lot of the hotels, if you go directly to their website, because they rent out all these spaces for conferences throughout the year, they have a map on their website, like a PDF of what their hotel space available for rent is. It, of course, just isn't going to have the Dragon Con information overlaid on it. That's what the app is for. So that was the information about the America's Mart. And it seems like it's going to be a really good space and that they're expanding it. And like you said, they really have improved signage over the years. So I think it's going to be a really great addition. And if you want a lot of details about where things are moving... The a, a recent episode of Fifty Days of Dragon Con is uh, it's episode thirty nine, and Regina talks about programming. And in about like twenty three minutes, and I believe she gives a huge data dump of a lot more than that. But I just wanted to focus on the America's Mart. And again, you know, you don't even have to listen to anything else. You can just stop right now and just binge the app because that's what I'd be doing if I wasn't talking to you right now. I'd just be like, click, 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 click. It should it should all be in there very, very soon. Well, I do know that there are several restaurants and like food stands in the America's Mart for people who don't even want to leave it. And also, of course, for those who, you know, are into the gaming and such, I have it that it is going to be building one is not going to close for the gaming. It's going to be open from, I think, Thursday night all the way through Monday night. Now, if you if you use disability services, I would definitely recommend talking to them. And I have had issues before at other conventions, and hopefully this won't happen here, with when there is a skywalk controlled by different people on either end. So, for example, if you are staying at the Westin and you are depending on the skywalk to get you back – just because the America's Mart Building 1 is open 24 hours doesn't mean they're going to keep the Skywalk open the whole way. So I would recommend putting the local number to the Westin or the Hotel Indigo or whatever other hotel you know is right by that you want to get to in your phone right now. So that if you have mobility issues and you find that that Skywalk has been accidentally closed by an employee who just wasn't properly informed that they should leave it open tonight... Because like I said, I've had that happen to me at other conventions. You want to be able to get on your phone and call an employee to come up and open it for you. So that would be my big tip on that. Um, another tip I have is I did get a question about crossing Peachtree on Saturday morning of the parade. <laughs> yeah. So if you're trying to get anywhere on Saturday morning, I would recommend doing it before 8 o'clock, definitely 8.30, because they are going to start to lock stuff down for the parade. Mm. The parade doesn't start until 10 a.m., but 
there's a lot of prep for that. So you if, usually if you're get... trying to get anywhere, like do it early on Saturday morning because at a certain point, they're not going to let you cross streets anymore and you're going to have to like go St- blocks out of your way. Exactly. You're going to have to stay on your side of the street till the parade is over. But usually they let people go through at the parade before it starts, probably about 15, for about 15 minutes before the, the actual 10 a.m. start time. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it, it's been years since I've even tried to cross then. I've just heard people that, you know, they just look at the crowds and they're like, oh, what just happened? So I know we're running out of time here. So just to wrap things up for people who might've had a recent change in their roommate situation, the Dragon Con Rooms group still has a lot of activity going on. So my tips for that are if you join, definitely read the pinned post, scroll back, read the past post to the group. To level up quickly in there, search the group for Pro Tip. So it's short for Professional Tip because I put a ton of tips in there this year about how to get the most out of the group, including contact everyone who might be a match at this point. Just email, Facebook message, everybody. Uh, Check your spam email and your Facebook message requests. And there's tips in there about how to do that to make sure you aren't missing somebody who's trying to contact you. If you've already found what you want, please remove your information from the pinned post so that people don't waste time contacting you if you're not actually looking for anything at this point. I am going to be in a bunch of panels this year, so I'll spell my name so people can look for my name in the app. It's probably just easier to search for my last name because Z-A-N, my first name, is a part of other words. So my last name, there aren't too many Bodens. It's B-O-W-D-E-N. And the way I always spell that to people on the phone is it's bow like what little girls wear in their hair and den like where a bear lives. So it's Zan Bowden. I'll be wearing my eternal Zan tiara this year. I, I had it made last year. It's a lot of fun. I did get contact cards finally. So if there's anything I can help you with, like finding a room or anything, just ask for my card and we can catch up after the convention. For the Eternal members, I'm asking them to bring some cash to the Eternals room, which the reason I even have to mention that out loud is Eternals have already paid for their membership, so generally they don't need money in their badge pickup room. You just go in and show your ID and pick up your badge. So, But we are doing fundraising for the Dragon Con charity this year, and you will be able to vote with charity fundraising jars. You will be able to vote for Team Hyatt or Team Marriott. So I'm on Team Marriott. But I have some friends who are definitely on Team Hyatt, and that's how we're going to raise money for the charity this year. And I'm pretty excited about the parade. I am going to be leading two parade groups. I'm leading the Eternal Members Parade Group, and our theme, of course, is immortality. And also, so this will be the second year for that. And then I will also be leading the Cult of Marriott Carpet Parade Group, which could be a one and done. We'll see. And so my outfit's going to be a crossover of both groups. I'm pretty excited about mashing up for that. And do you want me to go over my panels or just have people look for them in the app? Look for them in the app. Okay. So, yeah, that was a lot of information right there. Is there anything you wanted me to clarify or go over again? Nope. Just, you know, basically, you know, tell everyone you'll see them at the con. Yep. So I am going to get back to costuming now, last minute, and and panicking. I know I sound calm right now. I'm so not calm. Not calm at all. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Nope. Let's go do it. And Zan, thank you for all your reports this year. And we will see you at the con. See you at the con. And joining us once again, we have with us Kevin Batchelder from 
Dragon Con newbies, and so much more. Kevin, welcome back to the station. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. I'm sure, much like you, it's going crazy time here. Absolutely. It's been kind of a, a crazy year. I mean, this is really, you know, we've said it before on the show. We've said it many times throughout the year. It is amazing how fast this gets here. I swear every time I've got one of those apps on my phone, you know, that shows the number of days till the next Dragon Con, and I swear it's always up in the 200s, and then all of a sudden it's 12. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, again, I want to, you know, as a one of the, uh, the the people behind the scenes with the, with the Dragon Con newbies, I know it's not just you, but um, everything that you guys do is a great thing. Um, and, in fact, today... And, and this is, you know, I want to make sure that people who are listening to this, even if you're not a quote unquote newbie at Dragon Con, I, I definitely think you need to join the Facebook group and, 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 and check it out every once in a while because you will find information that you had no clue of and stuff that's helpful. Today I was reading a very nice article someone had done about the, about the, the MARTA situation uh, around the con and, and various options if you don't have uh, access to other, any other transportation, which I thought, you know, that's something that's really, really, I mean, can really come in handy for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. It's, you know... It's just amazing, I, I, and we say it all the time, and, and a lot of the newer folks, whether it's first, second, third-year folks, don't believe us, but I'm learning stuff almost every day, uh, as most of us are, and, and there's so many people who come in with, with a new idea or a new angle on something or a new question or a different solution. So, yeah, uh, I love how much we get to learn uh, from the group and from everybody who gets involved, and you know, especially this much at crunch time, you get so many folks just trying to absorb so much. Oh. And and this year, with it being the 30th anniversary, and just as a side note to that, I, I love almost every Dragon Con group has had at least one or two people a week ask, I don't understand why it's 30 years when it's 1987. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the simple math they can't get around. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I enjoy those discussions as well. And you know what? The patience of people who respond to those is absolutely amazing. Uh, because it it happens almost every other day in some group on, that's associated with Dragon God. But as we you know we're celebrating the thirtieth year, we find what's old, quote unquote, is new again because there's so many changes this year. Oh yeah, you know, um, with the new locations for several tracks, the America's Mart getting used a lot more, tracks moving around. It's always new. No, always knew. That's why, you know, so many folks say every year, well, couldn't you put together like an FAQ with just the important info? I go, no, <laughs> <laughs> because there are so many points that change and, and so much yes. of it is dynamic and you've got to learn to go on the fly. If you think it's going to be learned in just one sit down reading or one discussion with any of us, uh, that's not the case. So you've got to learn that a uh, big part of this is being flexible and going with the flow. And, and if you can't do that coming into con, you're just going to end up getting a very disappointed <laughs> con when you're there. Yeah, it's like banging your head against the wall. You are, it's, it's, it, is, it can be kind of frustrating. Um, um, well, that said, though, I mean, that's, that's all well and good. But, you know, we know there's a lot of fun to be had because it makes it all worth it. And... Um, what are some? What's your schedule like? What are some of the things you're looking forward to this year? 
Well, obviously, uh, we love doing our newbie events, uh, which we've touched on in several of the podcasts. Um, myself, uh, Michael Faulkner, Kim McEbony, Sue Kissenweather, I mean, the four of us kind of oversee the events and planning and, and managing the group throughout the year. I mean, it's, it's definitely uh, all of us working very hard all year, uh, along with several members of the group who are regular tour guides or regular contributors to answer questions. So that's obviously our focus right now, gearing up Thursday for the walking tours, Thursday afternoon, and then a Q&A uh, right after early Thursday evening at 5.30. And then we've got a, a similar Q&A first thing Friday morning for those folks who don't get in until late Thursday at uh, 10. So we want to make sure we've got info lined up. Um, it's funny, we were talking today about uh, prepping some uh, discussion points for some of those things. And and the four of us have been coming for many, many years, so it's not like it's a lot of new things to put together. But as we often say, we're going to have a few bullet points, but it's going to be go with the flow, see what questions come out, because you can't <laughs> anticipate what people want to know. So it's kind of funny. We uh, Instinct is to prepare a bit, but mostly it's just being able to think on our feet when someone asks about something that we might not have heard before. So we're gearing up for those early in con. That's always a big part of it for me, along with uh, speaking on several other uh, TV show and movie topics uh, that'll fill up most of my weekend. Now, does the, does, the, does the newbie stuff, does it sort of end on Friday for you guys, or is it something that's continual throughout the, the entire uh, weekend? Do, are there continual meetups, follow-ups, anything like that? No, at this point, we've had some discussions on that, but really, we just do the couple events on Thursday, and then that, you know, Dragon Con Newbies 101 Q&A, first thing Friday morning at 10, and then that's it for newbie events. Uh, we've talked about maybe trying to do them every day during con, or maybe more often, but so far, there isn't a lot of interest. Most of the folks, let's face it, even when they're new, it's just like all of us were in a class, or whatever it might be. Maybe at the very beginning, you want to learn, but then you want to just say, get out of the way, I want to go do it, so... <laughs> <laughs> Most folks don't seem to have an interest in wanting to stop to learn how to do it. They they'll they'll learn, you know, 364 days leading up, and then maybe first thing uh, be it Thursday or Friday. But after that, man, they just want to have the fun. So no, we don't do any other things. Although we've had some discussions about maybe expanding. Now, is there are there any particular panels, celebrities, um, events that you are really keen on uh, this year? Well, for me personally, on, on the celeb side, uh, I'm very excited to be uh, hopefully getting a chance to meet several members from the iZombie cast who are going to be here this year. Yes, I'm excited about that too. Yeah, big That's fan a fun that. show. Yeah, it really is. Along with uh, being excited to be on the fan discussion panel on the Urban Fantasy track for it, I'm also looking forward. I mean, we've got Rose McIver, David Anders, Sally McChata. So we've got a strong set from the show. So I'm really excited to catch hopefully one or two of their Q&As during the course of the weekend. So that's probably from the celebrity side, maybe the folks I'm most looking forward to. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's yeah, they're a very strong contingent. Uh, uh, contingent? That's the right word, yes, uh, of, of folks from uh, iZombie there. So I'm very and, – and it's the big one. I mean, Rose herself is going to be there, so that's always cool. Yeah. You've got like the star of the show, really, you know? Yes, so very much looking forward to that. And, and as far as the fan panels um, – uh, probably got a half dozen or more I'll be doing. So uh, really looking forward to them. Things like the librarians and Killjoys, Arrow, Continuum, which is recently finished up, and Lost Girl, which recently finished up. So looking to do panels to wrap up those. Probably the one maybe nearest and dearest to my heart would be a couple of 
Winona Earp events, a fan discussion panel, as well as a meetup that uh, Carol Malcolm and the Urban Fantasy Track was able to, believe it or not, find room space only a couple of weeks before con so we can do a fan meetup since that show is really blowing up quite a bit and we're going to have a lot of fans there this year. So those are probably some of the things I'm just getting excited to get involved in, along with the big Friday night event, which is always our sci-fi drive-in heckle-along uh, event that Joe Crow and I host. We have a blast at that every year. So uh, looking forward to screening Battle Beyond the Stars. Oh, that's a, that's one. I remember seeing that in the theater back in the day. Ah, yes. Yes, early 80s. So there's going to be so many 70s TV stars you can shake a stick at. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> that's uh, that's crazy. Is there anything? So uh, that that's one of them, I'm sure. Is there anything that you're... That, that that you do every year that you're just like this is this is this this is something that I do every year at Dragon Con and and it makes Dragon Con for me. Well, along with the you know hosting on the Sci-Fi Drive-in, as far as just attending one of the events, I'm always a big fan of is the Buffy Once More with Feeling. Oh right, uh, screening. But um, nowadays they actually alternate that every other year along with the Doctor Horrible. So this is an off year for Buffy. So I won't. We won't have it, I think, this year, but uh, that's one of the fan ones I always make sure that whenever anything is scheduled, I try to make sure that is cleared because that's just a blast to do that. Um, but otherwise, um, uh, you know, it's funny uh, for you guys, too, I'm sure. Early in my con going with Dragon Con, it was the excitement of getting the schedule to find out the events to go to. Uh, now that I get involved in so many events, that drives a good part of my schedule, so I have to kind of wait to see you know, what might be happening when I'm not speaking. And, and as we often talk about staying flexible, that uh, it might just depend on what friends I run into somewhere. So uh, while I don't prep as much as some folks might for panels and events to do, I do kind of wait to see what I might start hearing folks are interested in or what's happening. Uh, I've, I've certainly gotten a lot more casual in my non-speaking events that I go to only because I wait to see what uh, what might catch my eye and, and where certain folks might be too. So it's a wait and see kind of thing uh, for me once I feel like I've prepped for all these panels that I end up doing. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, and, and, and still, uh, one of the things that I continue to look forward to is actually meeting you face to face. Yes. Yes. I know. We're going to get some like GPS device or something going because we've probably passed each other a dozen times within five exactly. feet and just, you know, you never know it. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know? With the habit trails and all the traffic and everything like that. Yes. I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was funny. I had someone who I've known for many years, uh, uh, fellow podcaster, uh, and we've chatted, been on each other's show, things like that. But we've never met in person. He's actually coming for the first time to Dragon Con, and but it's his first time also at Dragon Con. So he's like, "Well, I want to set up a time to meet." And I'm going, mm, "That's going to be kind of hard." Let me explain a how Dragon Con works and b how my <laughs> schedule works. I can tell you where I'll be eight different times during the weekend. So I suggest you maybe. Uh, find one of these topics, and then maybe after that we can hang out. But trying to tell you exactly when we might be able to meet up, a little hard to do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm going to try to make it a point. So we should definitely do that at some point, This, this, just even if it's for five minutes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> even if we're just talking like next to, like sharing, like, you know, the urinals next to each other. <laughs> well, you do know for, you know. Guys, uh, guys, hold the hole. You guys point. are going down that t- tube that Darren usually goes down. So I really don't know if we want to go there. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we're going we're gonna to have a good three, four-hour block on Thursday afternoon, Mike, if you're around. You know where I'll be. I'll be at those newbie events. I can sneak away for a few minutes to say hi if you're anywhere near the Marriott A601. I, I think I can try to be, so we will try, <laughs> we will try to do that. So, well, very cool. Well, it's definitely been wonderful. Even if we don't get to meet in person, it's definitely cool to have you join us uh, so often during the year for these reports. Um, I, I, I can't thank you enough. Oh, it's my pleasure, and I really want to put a big thank you just to any of you newbies who have been a part of the group or even guys like you that are in the group offering answers because you all keep us excited year-round, and you make the con fresh and new every year. So please, you know, love to see it. It's this community that certainly drives me every year. So I, I got to thank everybody involved. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, cool. Well, we'll see you at the con, sir. All right, take care. And now joining us, we have a listener with us, a guy that we've met several times at Dragon Con. Buddy Baker is joining us on the station for the first time. Welcome, sir. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Now, you and I have talked a little bit about, um, um, I don't want to say the dangers. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, sort of give people the wrong impression about the, these just sort of, um, I think the way you, what you've referred to him as the, uh, the, the myths of, of alcohol, right? I'd say myths and mis- misconceptions, correct? Right, right. And you're not coming from a a a well, yeah. This is not something from that we are saying like alcohol's bad, and you know the only alcohol is no alcohol. This is not what we're doing. But we do feel, and I felt like kind of for the longest time we've done these episodes, but we've never really kind of explored that aspect of Dragon Con in a way that can really help some people out. I mean. A lot of people know about tips about, you know, getting hung over and what to avoid and all that kind of stuff. And Michelle's done a great job of covering some of that with the um, Drop by Dragon Con segments. But but I understand that you've got some some other uh, things, starting with, of course, the it seems like what's the the drink of choice now seems to be pie. Pie is everywhere. You have you have to you're going to get used to hearing. Would you like some pie? And if somebody asks you that, it means they don't. They're not carrying around an entire apple pie or peach pie. It means a drink. <laughs> and oftentimes, you've said on your episodes in the past, Dragon Con is a marathon. It's not a sprint. So we keep that in mind when we have pie or anything else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, now, um, how, real quick, your experience with Dragon Con, how long have you been going there? This would be my fifth Dragon Dragon Con. Awesome, awesome. And now, are you a um, a connoisseur, or even I say, um, do you, do you make your own pie? Absolutely, make my own pie. Absolutely. It's, now, pie. It's for those who aren't familiar with it, it. It would be a alcoholic beverage that you infuse yourself. So oftentimes, it's done with apples, but you could do it with peaches or any other fruit. You can add. Spices to it, sweeteners to it. It's something that you can use a base alcohol with either grain or whiskey or bourbon and then just let it sit for a while. I, I let mine sit for about three weeks. And it, it's the, the infusion is incredible, the flavors that are found in there. Gosh, my, my mouth is starting to water already. <laughs> 
The um, uh, is there um anything that um you know you should not do as far as as far as pie goes? Never let Darren supply it for you. That's all you have to say. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, like it's I said, continuing. it's something that can sneak up on you, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So it's all about pacing yourself. Which is probably is that is that one of the myths that uh, that you're referring to? Well, there's quite a few. It's kind of funny how over the years you hear different things, and it comes up. Um, so I'll tell you what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw some questions at each of you, uh, Captain Howdy and Director Faber, if you don't mind. I want to throw some true or falses out your way. Sure, sure. All right, let's go with it. How about this? Have you ever heard the phrase? Beer before liquor, never been slicker. Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Well, yeah, the, the, yeah, because what I've heard is uh, beer before liquor, never sicker. And 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 then yes, uh, and and then liquor before beer in the clear. Yeah, yeah. So similar thing, but yeah, basically the idea is if if you yeah if you start with the hard stuff and then switch, you're better off than. Than if you have beer and then go to the hard drinks. Yeah, okay, that's, now, that's when you it, end up in somebody else's bed. <laughs> so, so is that true or false? Is that statement true? Does it matter the order that you drink alcohol, how it will affect you? Oh, yeah. I, I've always heard yes, that, true. but I, I actually don't know if that's true. But I will say that I've always heard it, so yes, I will say it's true. Technically, it's considered false. Really? It's more, it's more considered the amount you consume as opposed to what it is you consume. That makes sense. For, for example, for example, we often measure what we drink in containers, but one can of beer is different than a pint of beer. So if we had four cans of beer, it would be the same amount of alcohol as three pints of beer. And if we had a chaser with that, which would be 1.25 ounces of whatever spirit. Now that doubles it up. So it's gotcha. more the quantity than it is the the order of what you're drinking. Yeah, well, that makes sense. If you drink an entire like gallon of pie and then just have a beer afterwards, you're still going to get pretty sick. Oh yeah, and then, <laughs> and then what what is what the basis of the pie is? If the base of the pie is going to be a standard proof liquor. But then you have another person's pie where the base is going to be grain alcohol. Well, it's a whole different world then because you're, you're talking about the alcohol content is going to be different. Yes. A, a different. Therefore, the, it, it's more the quantity, the quality, as, as opposed to the, the, the sheer amount over a period of time. Make sense? sense? Yep, absolutely. What's next? Uh, how about another one? Dark beer is higher in alcohol than light beer. I always thought that to be true. It feels heavier, yes. so I always assumed that was true. Yes. Yes, true. Totally false. <laughs> ah, yeah, right. Sure. It depends on the beer. Yeah, there's no standard with dark and light. I would say a Guinness Stout is a, it has more alcohol in it than, say, a Bud Light. Well, yeah, because a Bud Light has light. It's a light beer. Well, that's what he asked, though. Right, but overall, just because the it, 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 that's just because it's a light beer. But he's saying that the color doesn't matter. Oh no, correct. No, right. no. color, color, color does not indicate the amount of alcohol in the beer. All right, right. And oh, then no. even if it's low calorie, it still might be loaded with alcohol. Correct. 
That makes sense. Right, how, okay. about, how about this one? How about this one? Let me throw this one your way. A person with a large amount of body fat will uh, get drunk at the same pace that someone who has a lower amount of body fat. Now, I know this, that, that it is not true, because I know this for a fact it's not true. Okay, here, here's interesting fact with regards to the amount of body fat that a person has is that a person with a large percentage of body fat will have this, have a higher blood alcohol content than a lean person if they both consume the same amount of alcohol. And the reason being is because body fat does not absorb alcohol. It forces it to remain in the bloodstream until it's broken down by the liver. True, but it also takes longer, I think, to go to uh, to to take effect because of uh, the size or whatever. Because I know for um, for me, my tolerance is really high. Uh, because, but then when it hits me, it really hits me hard. Well, exactly, Director Faber. Director Faber, your thoughts? No, I agree with that because I have a high tolerance to alcohol. And <laughs> except it, it's pie, if it's unless it's pie. Well, if it's pie, that's a whole different story. <laughs> but that's that's not even the question. <laughs> you know, that's not even the question, there, folks. It okay, basically, no, we're deviating, but we're going into another. Now, now we're going to another area. Now, how about this? Eating a big meal before drinking will slow down alcohol ab- absorption. I think. I always thought that was true. I now see true. you're making me think everything I know is false now. Now see that is totally true. Yeah, that's totally true. true. You could you could actually drink way more if you eat a heavy meal before drinking. So that's... go to the sushi buffet before you go drinking at Dragon Con. That's gonna be such a pretty sight later. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Be prepared. Yes. Be prepared, though, because you might all come back up. You'll be reminded of what you had for okay. dinner. <laughs> now, this is, this, that's an interesting one. Every once in a while you hear someone say vomiting helps you sober up and prevent hangovers. Is that true or false? False. I, I knew a friend that, that I do not like. I, I don't even contemplate that because I just hate getting sick. But I know a friend of mine who swears by it. He 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 vomits and then he says he's just fine. Totally false. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Uh-huh. Totally false. Yeah. How about this? How about eating before bed will reduce a hangover? Uh, probably not because the hangover is caused by dehydration. You have to drink before bed. Yeah, you drink water to help with the hangover. Yeah, because you're dehi- it, it, you get the hangover because you're dehydrated. Yeah. Totally. Totally. All about dehydration, pacing yourself. Eat a healthy amount of food before drinking. You're right on, right on the money there. How about this weird one? Mixing alcohol with energy drinks makes you drunker. Because uh, I know people do the Red Bull and vodka. Yeah, I don't know if it makes you drunker. I guess maybe you've got all that caffeine in you, so your blood might be flowing a little faster. Maybe I, I don't know. It would just uh, be my heart exploding right there on the spot. <laughs> I'm not sure about totally that one. Fall. Okay, false. Totally false. Yeah, because alcohol is depressant, and then energy drink is a stimulant. So, so they're, they're no counteracting way. each other. So you just be normal. Correct. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't get any buzz at all. Exactly. I'm not now, feeling a thing. One, how about this one? Champagne gives you a buzz quicker. 
Mm, false. I, yeah, I don't see how that would. I mean, I don't know. I think the people who say because it's all bubbly and everything, so they might make it, they might make them lightheaded. But I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't see that either. So I'll say false the, too. The science behind it is it's true because the carbon dioxide pushes the alcohol through your bloodstream quicker. Well, there you go. The bubbles. It's all in the bubbles. It's, no, I don't know on that one because you know. When I drink like the not your father's root beer or something like that, that would have the same effect as champagne because it's carbonated. Or some of that, it, that adult soda. What, whenever you mix alcohol with a carbonated drink, let's say Captain Coke or uh, vodka and tonic, something like that, you'll notice that to a degree that the alcohol does dilute the amount of carbonation. It's it flattens it a bit. Oh right! Yes, it does. Yes, I was, right. I was at I was at a party and I had like five, seven, and sevens, and they were pretty strong. But I didn't get drunk at all from them. Yeah, but you're hardcore, Doctor Faber. You're hardcore. We're, we're not. <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking, talking to mere mortals here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I'm glad the rest of them uh, are doing their own thing. I think maybe Darren's making pie right now in the station. So everybody else is there because otherwise it would be a free-for-all right now. This would actually make a great drinking game. Oh, oh, how about this one? <laughs> why, why don't we just play I Never or something like that? <laughs> how about Hair of the Dog? Does it actually work if you have a Bloody Mary in the morning after you've been drinking all night, does it make you sober up better? I've heard that. I heard that's true. I have heard because I've heard stuff about Bloody Marys are a great cure for hangovers. I think they have nutrients in them that probably help a little bit, uh, but I don't think anything really helps the after effects unless you just drink a lot of water. Yeah, it, it, it goes to Captain Howdy this round. That's And that's because... You, the only thing that will sober you up is time. Cold showers don't sober you up. Coffee doesn't sober you up. It might wake you up, but it will not sober you up. You know, the definition of sobering up is your blood alcohol content. So that's, that, that's what it comes down to. You, you cannot flush alcohol out of your bloodstream by having more alcohol with tomato juice. Uh, that makes, that makes perfect sense. We've, but, uh, but it's vodka. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is. Uh, I mean, this is this. I mean, these are really good tips, and I uh, do uh, do very much appreciate your knowledge on this. And uh, um, I wish we could go on, but definitely, this is. If you are getting, if you have alcoholic questions, seek Buddy out at Dragon Con. Yeah, um, and he'll be and, nice and sober the whole time. And he might be. Uh, dare I say, he might be willing to share his pie. Oh, I have, I have more pies than you could possibly imagine. Very All right. We're going to hold you to that, sir. Okay. You better find us, dude. Yes. You better find us. Thursday. We, we do. Yes, we sir. do. We, we, we meet up at all different cons. So I'm, I'm sure we'll cross paths at Dragon's on. What, what are you looking forward to the most this year, sir? I'm always looking for something unique. And that's, that's why I love Dragon Con so much because it's, it never ends. It's 24 hours and I'm, always finding something that's more supreme than the year before. That's that's fair. It's true. I mean, I, I have new experience. Just when I think I've had my best ever Dragon Con, the next year happens and it's even better. 
I see things there each year that I can never describe. <laughs> that's true. Oh, it's, it's it's the it's the absurdity of it all that's the draw. Absolutely, that's why we love it. It's it's so silly. It's fun. Well, very cool. Thank you so much for joining us, buddy. We really appreciate it. Um, um, we'll definitely have to have you back on um, to talk some more tips later on. Maybe we can even incorporate that uh, into next year's show. But in the meantime. Uh, is there anything that um, you know that people can find you either at the con or online or something? Uh, well, I'll be floating around here and there like a ninja. You might see me, might see me, might not see me. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but we'll, we'll definitely be touching base there at Dragon Con. Absolutely. Well, we'll definitely find you. I mean, all you had to say was, "I make my own pie," and we'll 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 find <laughs> yeah. you. Thank you again for having me, gentlemen. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Hi, this is Mary. You may know me from such podcasts as Earth Station Who. And this will be my first Dragon Con. And the whole reason I am going is because of the Earth Station crew who uh, have become good friends of mine and who I am so looking forward to meeting in person, except for Faber, who I've already met, and it was awesome. The things I'm most looking forward to are uh, the fan panels and the costumes and the artwork and just wandering around the dealer's room and wandering around huge crowds, feeling awed and dazed. And I cannot wait. So thank you guys for encouraging me to go. And thank you for the con report, which I have listened to religiously and has uh, done a lot to make, make me feel better about uh, trying out this new, this new thing. Because I'm not good with crowds, but I am totally looking forward to this. So, yay for Dragon Con! Hey everybody, this is Joe Crow, co-director of the American Sci-Fi Classics track, and uh, I'm here to tell you, for Earth Station 1, about the excellent things you are going to see on the American Sci-Fi Classics track this weekend. First of all, though, I've got uh, a guest appearance from my co-star, Quinn Crow. Quinn, so bored. so bored. Quinn, um, would you rather do homework? No. Would you rather um, do chores around the house? No. Instead of going to your grandma's for the whole weekend, would you rather go to Dragon Con? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Good call. All right, anyway, here is what we've got happening for you. Guys, Sam J. Jones and Melody Anderson are coming. The dudes from Flash Gordon, the dude and Dale Arden from Flash Gordon, they're going to be here. And I'm already freaking out. It's going to be amazing. Uh, from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, from the Santa Claus movies, from the Close Talker on Seinfeld, uh, from Arrested Development, Judge Reinhold is going to be here. It's, it's like the 80s. In all in one weekend. I'm so excited. And the original cast for for the going moving into the nineties, the original cast of the Power Rangers are gonna be here. And as far as killer I wanna say killer, that's a little violent. Let's say amazing, incredible panels. Those are the kind of things we do. It's the thirtieth anniversary of Dragon Con, so we are celebrating a lot of the neat stuff that came out in 1986. And uh, amongst 
those things are Highlander, probably the best movie in the world, Big Trouble in Little China, uh, the... Um, I've totally lost what the other things are. Transformers the movie, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to have a panel about Transformers the movie so you can watch it and then break into gasping sobs as your toys get killed. Thank you, Transformers the movie. We're going to be doing that. And we're also going to be doing another round of some classic sci-fi track favorites uh, called... The um, roller panel. The, we're doing two roller panels this year. There's so much neat stuff to do that we have had to break it into two parts. And we only broke it in, we broke out roller panel into one thing when we thought that we didn't have enough then. We could do a whole other weekend just on what's on roller panel. And what is roller panel? You might ask, hypothetically, uh, what roller panel is is we put 20 movies or sci-fi TV shows we didn't have room for full panels on onto a giant D20, a giant 20-sided die, and you, the audience, comes in and rolls. And then we have a panel on those topics that you you decide. Your pals from Earth Station 1 are going to be all over the place. A Dr. Geek from Dr. Geek's Lab is going to be there with a panel about the true science behind aliens and the fly, the Earth Station One podcast itself is going to be celebrating the 30th anniversary of Little Shop of Horrors. Phantom Troublemaker, formerly of Earth Station Who and of the Needless Things podcast, is doing the uh, Toy Stories panel, where he wants you guys to bring your favorite action figures and talk about your childhood, your adulthood, your accessories, your play sets, that kind of thing. And also, Saturday night, he's doing hosting amongst a cast of characters, uh, the Dirty Dirty Con Con Game Game Show Show. And uh, last year, I barely survived. Uh, and so I want you to come see that again this year. And we're doing a panel about classic mullets in sci-fi. Throughout the realms of your sci-fi TV and movies, we're going to talk about mullets. It's true. This is happening. Uh, basically, what you need to do is, if you among the millions of things at Dragon Con, uh, you need to take a minute and check out the sci-fi, the American Sci-Fi Classics track, because there's going to be something for you, guaranteed, um, throughout the entire history of sci-fi. That's what we cover. Lots of other tracks, which we love, are very focused on times, on topics. All we have to talk about is everything in science fiction, TVs and movies and comic books and that kind of thing for the entire history of their existence. And in addition to, if you allow me to circle back to Flash Gordon being here, Melody Anderson is here. She was also in a lovely 80s TV show called Manimal. And by lovely, I mean, that's kind of a slight exaggeration. What I mean to say is it was the best TV show in the, in, in the, entire, in the, in the entire world. A, a, an English professor turned into animals, and she knew him. She was on the show. She was the co-star. She's going to be here at the American Sci-Fi Classics track. And on Sunday, among 
Again, among a bazillion other things, Sunday, we are going to host Challenge of the Super Nerds. Bring all the trivia crammed into your brain, and we're going to give away things out of our attics. Geeky googles, sci-fi tchotchkes, uh, nerdy knickknacks. We're giving away all those things. And to the winners and or losers at the Challenge of the Super Geeks. And Friday night, I'm bouncing back in time. That's what you do. It's sci-fi. I'm bouncing back in time. Friday night, we are hosting, along with our pals on the American SF and Fantasy Media track, we're hosting Battle Beyond the Stars, John Boy in Space with Hannibal from the A-Team. We're going to watch it. We're going to heckle it. We are going to have an awesome time. There are so many, literally, yes, literally, so many things to do. I want you to be a part of all of it. We are on Twitter at Classic Track. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash American Sci-Fi Classics. Thank you guys very much for coming to the Classic Track for these, this is our fifth year for all these years. Uh, Basically, just bring your stuff, set it down in the room, you're going to be here a while. There's so many amazing things. Did I mention? I didn't. I'm going to mention it now. Wonder Woman's 75th anniversary. Cleopatra 2525, Jack of All Trades. Escape from the Planet of the Apes. Ghost Heads, the documentary about Ghostbusters fandom. We're going to be showing it, and the director's coming. We're going to talk about 80s fantasy flicks, like Kroll and Dragon Slayer and Beastmaster. We are going to talk about the 50th anniversary of Batman from the 1966 TV show. Our pals at the awesome YouTube video series Retro Blasting are here to do two live panels. Go ahead. Just just come on board. Basically, just go ahead to the room in the Marriott at DragonCon, and you're probably going to need to go ahead and stake your claim out front because we're going to have more fun than any human should be allowed Thank you guys very, very much. Hey, this is Joe and Brad from the Cigar Nerds Podcast. And the thing we're looking for, I'm looking forward to most at Dragon Con is just going to be meeting so many people. I mean, Dragon Con is almost like the internet in real life. So all these people that we just get to talk to online all year, you know, it's the one place everyone comes together because there's so many different fandoms there that, you know, we get to meet a lot of people that, you know, otherwise you wouldn't meet. And also I'm looking forward to checking out the red phone booth and the dragon con cigar meetup. What about you? Brad? Yeah, I'm absolutely stoked about the, uh, the dragon con cigar meetup, but you know, for me, in addition to meeting all the great people is the creativity and the talent behind so many of the costumes and everything. I mean, we've, you know, sort of got our feet wet in this leatherworking thing. Um, <laughs> You know, but it always amazes me to see the craftsmanship and the hours and you yeah, know, just the sheer talent that people put into. I don't have those skills, but I I love people watching a Dragon Con, seeing the level of detail that goes into into the costumes and the the passion behind them. And you know, it's also too you know really awesome because. I have yet to engage somebody in conversation that isn't absolutely willing to give you some tips, some tricks, and some ideas on how they pulled off certain things. Or, you know, it's like, man, you know, that's really cool. How did you come up with this concept? And they're willing to go through their pro- thought process and everything to that effect. And just people are just so, you know, friendly and willing to share information. That's one of the things I love because it helps expand, you know, my little bit of knowledge base. 
Yeah, and like I said, there's so many different fandoms there. It really brings everyone together. And, you know, as a nerd geek community, you know, we we all get to share, you know, you may be a Star Trek guy, maybe a Star Wars guy, but at Dragon Con, we can kind of share a little bit of our, our passion back and forth and, and try new things. And then there's also Buckets of Rum. I mean, that's in buckets, rum and pie. That's always a, a highlight for Dragon Con. Pie is absolutely the staple. Is there, is there a guest you're looking forward to? Man, I, I think it's Adam Baldwin. Like, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, we're the freaking cigar nerds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I want to, I want to meet Adam and uh, also Alan, Alan Tudyk. Uh, you know, he's been in so many good things, you know, all the way back from Firefly to Rogue One now. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to tracking him down at some point. And I think it's cool, you know, even, you know, some of the cast of the myth, myth, Mythbusters, geez, Mythbusters, you know, I've been a, a huge fan of that show. So to, you know, have Carrie and Grant there and stuff, I, I think that would be freaking awesome. I mean, I've always loved, you know, kind of their interactions and stuff. So, I mean, I don't know how much time, if any, we get to spend with it, but it's just cool. You know, once again, you're just being in that presence or that presence of people that, you're not going to be in otherwise. So, I mean, it's it's the one con in Atlanta that just brings, like you said, regardless of what geekdom or, you know, fandom you're a part of, all together. See you at con. Hey, I'm Dr. Q with the Alternate History Track at DragonCon, and we've got some news for you. Uh, first of all, we are in a new location this year. We'll be at the America's Mart, Building 2 on the fourth floor. Um, we'll be there this year. It's a temporary situation. Uh, hopefully we will be in a, a new location next year. But in the meantime, we have got uh, our usual two rooms presenting to you guys all the content you're going to want uh, in rooms 204i and 204j. Uh, we'll be right above the vendors and the comics pop art alley, and we've got a whole lot in store. First of all, though, I want to tell you guys about some of the big events we've got going on this year. We have got the Vintage Vogue Fashion Show. Um, it is in the Hilton Grand Salon West. It's being done in partnership with the costuming track. We've got Splendid Teapot Racing, which is on Saturday, right after the parade in uh, in the big in a larger room in Building 2 of America's Mart. Uh, it is just what you kind of think it may be. It is teapots on wheels running through an obstacle course. It's silly. It's fun. It's ridiculous. Uh, come on by. Check it out. Have a great time. Uh, we've got the third annual DragonCon Tea Duel also on Saturday. Uh, we also have a game show called History or Alternate History. On Sunday, we have the Royal Majesty's Boasting Contest and the Pièce de Résistance in the Hilton Grand Ballroom. Uh, we have the Mechanical Masquerade Never Was. Our theme is Once Upon Another Time. It's storybook. It's steampunk. It's all kinds of things. Bring out your mask, your best duds. You don't have to wear a mask, but, you know, I'd like to encourage it. It is a masquerade ball after all. And uh, we have got one heck of a good time. We've got uh, go-go dancers. We've got uh, DJed music all night starting at uh, 10 o'clock. Mechanical Masquerade. Definitely check it out. It's the biggest party on Sunday night. Can't miss it. Coming September 3rd to Dragon Con, it's an all-new installment of your favorite filthy fun game show, the Dirty Dirty Con Con Game Game 
show show. There will be prizes, there will be excitement, there will be filth. If you're 18 or over, there's no better place to be Saturday night at 10 p.m. than the Hyatt Regency 5 Ballroom for the Dirty Dirty Con Con Game Game Show Show. Miss Lady Flex, Phantom Troublemaker, the Red Ranger, and Popeye the Sailor Moon will be in attendance to distribute prizes and fun for all. Remember, the Dirty Dirty Con Con Game Game Show Show, September 3rd at 10 p.m. only at Dragon Con. Hey, everybody. This is Dr. Q. And Tallulah Love. And together we are going to be producing the Nerdy New Year. Yay! It's going to be amazing! So we are going to be ringing in the official start of DragonCon in style. So, uh, Tulula, would you like to talk a little bit about what you have in store? Yes, um, I'm going to be doing a little co-MC work with my favorite DJ. Oh, sure. <laughs> and also the girls from the Candy Box Review are going to be putting on... A little show for you guys. And not only that, we'll also be featuring uh, some comedic stylings, right? Indeed. With Mr. Avery Wolf. In addition, we're going to have live music by Geek Appella, by the Double Clicks, and by the Cog is Dead. All of that, along with my good friend DJ BC, is going to be spinning some tunes to kind of fill in the gaps there as we count down to midnight. Oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. It's going to be the nerdiest New Year ever. I mean, those, those of you that set your calendars to DragonCon anyway, let's just make it a formal thing. It's so a thing. Well, you know, funny enough, trivia little tidbit here. So the idea for this whole thing was done uh, by a few years back why uh, so just a small group of friends would gather together at the Atrium Pulse Bar and ring it in the New Year and... and uh, They've been doing that for a couple of years, and we had to think long and hard about how to do this thing exactly, and like a light bulb, and, and here we are. So we're doing this as an official big, huge party. It's going to be a blast. And uh, yeah, so we will see you at the Atrium Ballroom in the Marriott. Come hang out with us. Starting at 8.30 p.m. on Thursday night, and of course, ending just after midnight. Keep up, boys. Hello, Earth Station One. My name is Dave Hewitt. I am attending my fifth Dragon Con in a row, and uh, I am looking forward to so much this year. One, my nerd rock and roll band, Foot Pound Force, is going to be guest performers for the first time ever. Uh, this is our fourth year playing at Dragon Con. We've been very lucky uh, to have spent the last three years playing in the Filk music track, and uh, this time around, we have been accepted and invited as a house band, and we're going to be playing on the concourse over in America's Mart on Saturday. It's going to be great. We're also playing in the Filk track on Saturday night, so uh, we're very much looking forward to that. Also, I'm pretty excited because I'm also going to be an attending professional in the space track. I look forward to seeing everybody out there, and... Uh, uh, y'all have a great time at DragonCon. 
Greetings, this is Gary Mitchell, co-host of the RevCast and Rev News, proud members of the ESO Network and RevolutionSF.com, and I am also co-director of the American Sci-Fi Classics track at DragonCon, and I am very excited for this year. For the second year running, I'll be working with Kellen Harkins of the American Science Fiction and Fantasy Media to do the Geek Sing-Along. We're going to sing all your favorite songs from various shows, movies, uh, fan work. It's going to be a blast. We did it last year, and it's a great time. And this year, we've actually got lyrics on the videos, so you can sing even if you don't know the words off the top of your head. And then over in the American Sci-Fi Classics track, Joe Crow and I are going to be having a ball. This year, we've got Sam Jones and Melody Anderson from Flash Gordon. We're going to do a panel on Little Shop of Horrors 30th Anniversary with Mike and the gang from the ESO Network, and that's going to be great. Tegan Hendrickson is back with Fantastic Mullets of Classic Sci-Fi. Last year's panel on mullets was a great time. This year will be as well. She promises to bring back PowerPoint presentation for this and that horse. We are also going to be showing and talking about the Transformers animated movie 30 Years of Awesomeness. Not that live-action stuff, but the good stuff. We're also doing some lovely panels with the lovely folks at Retro Blasting. Gotta give them a shout-out, especially because they're going to be a panel which I am really looking forward to, 80s Ninjas. That should be a ball. We're doing a panel with Phantom Troublemaker's Toy Stories making a comeback, and a panel with about the history of G.I. Joe with G.I. Joe comic book creator Larry Hama. That's going to be amazing. We're doing a panel on the intersection of heavy metal music and science fiction and fantasy, so that's going to rock. Pardon the pun. We're doing some panels on John Carpenter, and of course with Phantom Troublemaker, we're doing the Dirty Dirty Con Con Game Game Show Show, and you should go check him out at supportphantom.com and go see what that's going to be about. I think that's one of the things I'm looking forward to the most uh, after the sing-along, because it was just such a ball last year. Truly Outrageous is also coming back for its fifth year, and I am very proud of that panel and think it's well worth doing. I'm also looking forward to watching Voltaire perform because it's not Dragon Con without seeing Voltaire and the other concerts, which are going to all be amazing, I'm sure. Dragon Con is always fun, always a great time. Looking forward to seeing my friends because for me, that is the biggest part of Dragon Con, getting to hang with my geeky friends. I'd list them, but I don't have time to list everybody. But I'm looking forward to seeing each and every one of you. It's going to be great. Love Dragon Con. Love you all. Hey, what's going on, our Station One? This is uh, Tony from the Geek vs. Week podcast. wanted to drop in and tell you what I was looking forward to for Dragon Con. Same answer every year. This will be my seventh. And every year I'm looking forward to the people. There's there's nothing nothing like Dragon Con folks. And if you've been, I know you guys know, you know what I'm talking about. Um it's just the nicest, friendliest group of people. Everybody gets along, everybody's pretty supportive. Um party, have some drinks if that's your thing. But it, there's never any trouble or drama or hatred. Uh, so it, it has to be the people simple as that the guests are always great every year they get good guests uh, every year there's fun panels but year after year after year it's the people uh, which is why i'm looking forward to joining you guys for your party uh, one of many parties but to drop in see you guys on i think it was thursday night 
and just take in more of that awesome Dragon Con people atmosphere. Uh, there's nothing like it. Never been to anywhere like it in the world. Um, never seen a group of 50, 60, possibly 70,000 people that get along that well and are all on the same page. Hey, kids, uh, here in Chickentown, here at the Flapcast, this is uh, me, Kevin, and hey, Cornflake is here, too. Well, hey, Kevin. Well, hello. Uh, we're getting ready for Dragon Con. Yes, well, you are. One of us is going to Dragon Con. And, and... one of us is going to stay <laughs> home and flop. I think it's me. I will be running around like a crazy person all weekend down in Atlanta. You're in charge of relaxing, because I will have no time to relax. Right. You won't have any time to relax, but I always am a little bit envious. In years past, I've said... One of these years, I've got to get to Dragon Con. That's still true. We have so many friends down there, and especially from the ESO network, yeah. people that you've never met, they're dying to meet you in Atlanta. Right. It's not your fault that I'm not there. <laughs> You're like a rumor down there. You're like Bigfoot. I'm like Snuffle Up the some, some people don't believe you really exist. <laughs> I am real. <laughs> All of my giggles are real. <laughs> but I'm hoping this year I can at least be involved a little bit from far away. We have our Twitter handle and it's at Flopcast. And right. I would love it if our listeners, our members of the ESO network would tweet to our Twitter handle at Flopcast and tell me a little bit about how your weekend is going. Oh, that's a good idea. All right. So everybody send stuff to Cornflake. I'm going to be monitoring the Twitter handle anyway. I'll just be kicked back, relaxing, flopping, and hearing all about the fun things that you're doing and all. I'll do my best to live vicariously through you. Because <laughs> this is going to be crazy. I mean, we have Flash Gordon at Dragon Con this year. Yes. Flash Gordon and Dale from the Flash Gordon movie, Sam Jones and Melody Anderson. So many incredible guests are going to be there. They have robot battles at Dragon Con. Robots. We love robots. We love robots. We do. So my plan is to uh, be completely exhausted. Well, otherwise you're not doing Dragon Con correctly. Yes, yes. You're going to go see some mummies, do some funk. Here come the mummies are going to be there. Yeah, that's going to be off the they're, wall. They're amazing. So yeah, I'm looking forward to Here Come the Mummies. Paul and Storm will be there. Jonathan Colton. Jonathan Colton, the guys from uh, Mystery Science Theater. And the man, the myth, the legend, Tom Smith. <laughs> Tom Smith is... I thought you were going to say William Shatner. But yes, Tom Smith. Oh, come on. <laughs> arguably more legendary than Captain Kirk. <laughs> You know what? They're both going to be there. Right. Everybody wins. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so it's going to be crazy. It's going to be exhausting. And it's going to be happy, good fun. So uh, we'll see you there, sort of. Kind of. Peace and cookies. Hey, this is Jerry Chandler. Uh, what am I looking forward to this Dragon Con? Definitely looking forward to the horror track because it looks like they're focusing on a lot of the stuff I love. Majorly looking forward to seeing a lot other friends and family that I really only ever get to see, certainly all together at uh, Dragon Con. But probably the thing I'm looking forward to the most is after 10 years of bugging a friend of mine and pushing a friend of mine to finally come down and check out Dragon Con. He's going to check out Dragon Con on the 30th uh, anniversary show. But he's not only getting the chance to come down and see it as an attendee, he's actually going to be an attending professional and get to do what he does and get some recognition for uh, all the hard work he's been doing with uh, indie film. So um, I'm kind of looking forward to that more than anything else. So that's my, uh, my Dragon Con highlight list for the year. Have a good one. See you Labor Day weekend. 
Hello, ESO world. My name is JC Delatore. And I'm Rita Delatore. And we are from Transmissions from Atlantis, and we are going to be at Dragon Con. We're looking forward to it. And you're going to find us mostly around the American Sci Fi Classics track. Because, or the dealer room shopping. Or the dealer room shopping for this one over here. And you might actually see us running around Dragon Con with a camera as we're going to be recording. And uh, you'll see our t shirts, which will say Transmissions from Atlantis. So hopefully you'll see us and say hi. As you guys know, we are definitely still in post-production for Seekers of the Lost World. We're really excited about the way it's coming together. It's looking pretty cool, right? It's looking phenomenal. I'm so proud. So we'll keep you updated on any progress, and hopefully we'll have a release date for you in a few months. Yep, and definitely check out our website. We recently redid it, so it's a very cool-looking website. You can reach it at seekersofthelostworlds.tv. But definitely check us out around the American Sci-Fi Classics track, as well as probably Brit track and a few other tracks that we like to frequent. Although Brit track is all the way over at the Sheraton, so I don't know. We'll see if we can make it all the way over there. And we will be doing some cosplays too, so you might actually see us as Nick and Judy from Zootopia. Yes. I get to be Nick, and I am not wearing the foxtail. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You already promised. I am not wearing the foxtail. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Hello, Earth Station One Mothership listeners. Van Allen Plexico here from the White Rocket Podcast. This year will be my 19th Dragon Con since my first one way back in 1995. And here is a quick rundown of the panels I'll be doing and the events I'll be hosting again this year. Probably the biggest thing I do at Dragon Con every year is Marvel vs. DC Jeopardy, or just Marvel DC Jeopardy. It'll be Friday at 7 o'clock, wherever the comics track is this year. But we usually have about 300 people show up for that, and everybody in the audience that wants to play, if we can cram them in all in an hour or so, you'll all get to play, and we have prizes for the winners. So come on out to Marvel DC Jeopardy. My reading, because I am an author, I have... 13 going on 14, coming up soon, 15 novels out. My reading will be Saturday at 1 o'clock in the Edgewood Room of the Hyatt. Saturday at 1 o'clock in the afternoon in the Edgewood Room of the Hyatt. I promise you, I do put on an entertaining show. I need everybody to show up for that, have a nice big crowd, and show Dragon Con that I can pull in a decent audience. And uh, I'll have my books there to put on sort of dramatic readings. And I'll be uh, able to sell and sign uh, copies, too. We're doing Science Fiction Literature Jeopardy Saturday at 5.30 in Science Fiction Literature Room as well, which is also a big deal every few years. I'm doing a bunch of panels for the crazy sci-fi classics track. That's always fun. And two others I want to mention real quick. We're going to do the Hugo and Nebula Awards minus 50, where we look back at the 1966 Hugo and Nebula Awards 50 years later. If you see the list of what won that year and what was nominated and who, it is mind-blowing. We're going to have fun talking about that. And then finally, Sunday at 5.30, also in Sci-Fi Lit, We're going to do Starship Showdown. We get a huge, rowdy crowd for that. We bracket the best spacecraft from science fiction uh, like an NCAA tournament, and we let the audience 
participate in arguing and debating which would win in the various matchups, and then we have three judges who will determine each winner until we get to the supreme ship. So I hope you will all come and check that out. Uh, that's pretty much it. There you have it. I can't wait for another great Dragon Con. Uh, please be sure to come to my reading. The other stuff is optional, but it's mandatory to come to my reading. It should be a blast. The White Rocket's going to get on out of here. Back to the mothership. Hi, guys. This is Tallulah Love. I am excited to talk to you about all of the Dragon Con burlesque goodness that is at uh, the 2016 Dragon Con uh, event. I am excited that it is the 30th anniversary, but it's also my fifth anniversary as the person in charge of the Glamour Geek Review. So, um, Friday night, we're doing our pinups by the pool party, and I am really excited about it. It's going to be glamorous, it's going to be fun, we're going to have some fun music, some dancing, and there will be a pinup competition with prizes. Then on Saturday at 11.59 p.m. or Sunday at 12 a.m., depending on your proclivities, we will be doing the Dragon Con Burlesque Glamour Geek Review, and I'm really excited. We have performers from all over the country just just being their fabulous, nerdy, dirty, gorgeous selves. So I can't wait to see you guys there. And just as a little side plug, I am also teaching my vintage hair class. Um, it's going to be at the America's Mart, and uh, I'm going to have all new technology. So even if you have taken my class before, you'll actually be able to see it better because they have all these fancy cameras and stuff. It's going to be great. So I look forward to seeing you guys. I'm really looking forward to this year, and you guys have a great time at DragonCon. Hello, ESO Network. This is Dr. Scott Vigay, Dr. Geek of Dr. Geek's Laboratory. And Debbie Vigay of Dr. Geek's Laboratory and the 13th Hour. And we're excited for DragonCon 2016. Woohoo! Well, that's right. We're going to be doing lots of panels for all sorts of different tracks. I'm going to be discussing everything from the science of aliens to time travel and beyond. And while that's going to be fascinating, I get to talk manimal. Rawr! With Melody Anderson, one of the stars of the show. And then she and Sam Jones are teaming up for a Flash Gordon reunion. I think I might squee. Ah! Anyway, it's going to be exciting. But what's even more exciting than that is a surprise that Scott and I have for everybody out there. Ooh, tell me more. We're going to run a scavenger hunt kind of thing at the con. We call it Where at Dragon Con are Scott and Debbie. It's kind of like Where's Waldo, but we've got our own twist on it. Every so often throughout the day, one of us will tweet our location. The first person to find us at Dragon Con at that location will get an Amazon gift card. And the gift cards range in value from $5 to $50. So it's going to be amazing. So stay tuned for more details about that, and we'll see you at the con. See you at the con. Welcome to a special episode of A Geek Girl's Take. I'm your host, Angela, and today I'll be telling you what I am most excited about for Dragon Con this year. I love Dragon Con. The energy, the costuming, so many fans in one place for a super long weekend. I love checking out the concerts and the fact that the Hyatt now has a small dedicated area to check out the music acts all weekend makes it so easy to just chill out at the bottom floor of the Hyatt, sit on the floor, listen to some music, and then head out and check out the other events that are going on. 
Some of the music acts I am most excited about this year, The Double Clicks, which if you have not seen them, they are amazing, and Valentine Wolf. I mean, chamber metal music is beautiful. You guys should just go watch them play. They are fantastic. I am also super excited to be talking on panels again this year. I'll be on some Brit track panels and the American sci-fi track. I get to talk about some of my favorite TV shows, Supergirl, Arrow, and The Flash, as well as a panel on David Bowie and the always fun Earth Station Who panel. And who cannot love getting to run around in costumes all weekend? Or for those of you that don't costume, watching the people in costume. Dragon Con has amazing costumers that come out every year. And it is so fun to see what people create or run around in as your favorite character. I know I'm rushing to get my costume finished in time for this year. Well, thanks for listening to me ramble on about what I'm excited about for Dragon Con. I could probably go on forever, but... You know, I'll just leave it at that for now. Thanks for listening to A Geek Girl's Take, and I'll see you at DragonCon. And before we draw a close to this episode, I just wanted to point out, because I think Darren mentioned it uh, offline, that um, we do, we you know, we don't go into detail in the suggestions and tips, uh, especially with this last episode, because we kind of figure it's redundant at this point. But there was was it last year, Darren, that you and Mary it went was, over? It was, I think, the one before Dragon Con last year that we did. That Mary and I did a a huge, extensive what to do, what to pack, what to know if you've never been to Dragon Con before. So. Yes. So yeah, please check that out. Listen to that um, for all all the uh, advice and suggestions that we 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 could we could put in an episode. <laughs> Um, and, uh, I just want to give a big thank you to everybody. I mean, we're heading into the event and we've been talking about it all year and it's finally here and it's awesome. And I'm so glad that, uh, you know, I have this crew to share it with, uh, before the show. And then of course, during the show, but thanks to everybody for, for joining us, uh, who sent in an audio clip or uh, also joined us for the regular segments, Nikki Rao Baker, uh, Eternal Zan, Kevin Batchelder, and, and of course, uh, special thanks to uh, the station crew here. Thank you, Dacoma. Aw, thank you. And you are the newbie this year, and, and, and thank you I so am. much. You, uh, it, you, it was really um, helped out the show a lot. You've passed the audition. You can come back next year. <laughs> oh, God, I have to come up with more yeah. topics. <laughs> yeah, not to say that we were, like, you know, uh, you know, hurting or anything, but um, it was, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you join us. Well, I'm, like I said from day one, I'm very flattered and humbled that you all have asked me to do it. Um, and I'm really glad to be here. Awesome. Awesome. And thank you, Mary. Absolutely. I'm glad to be back. And, and Mary, I think you, I don't, I think you, were you here even before Darren doing this with us? Yeah, I think so, right? Awesome. So yes, you are, you are definitely, uh, obviously welcome. So thank you for all the years of doing this with us. Now you're going to give her a huge ego. She'll be asking for more money next year. (laughs) (laughs) More money? You mean I can get money? (laughs) Whoops. And Darren, thank you as much. Oh, you're welcome, gentlemen, anytime. Absolutely. And uh, and uh, thank you, of course, Director Faber, because none of this would be possible without you. Hey, I'm just the guy who hits record. <laughs> and so much more. That's right. <laughs>
Thanks. We try to cover all we can with these specials leading up to this event. Uh, but, of course, you know, we can't do it alone. We, we keep up with the latest news. Please check out the official DragonCon website, the social media outlets, especially the Facebook and Twitter accounts, because those are updated a lot uh, during the show. And, um, and of course, the Facebook app. Um, the, sorry, the DragonCon app. You want to check that out because that will give you up-to-date information as well. And all our schedules, uh, who, those of us who are guests... Um, we can now be up found up there that, you know, you could see what panels we have. And and please, you know, I mean, I'm listed not only as a guest, but also as an attendee. So if you want to uh, submit a friend request to me, please do. And uh, I will be glad to add you to my list. Please, won't you be our friend? Absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> run, Eliza Dushku, run! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow, she's going to be there. I need a moment. Okay, so... Um, it just dawned on him. So, yeah, let's wrap this thing up. Um, Earth Station One can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, and Stitcher. We want you to be part of the station, so please feel free to join us in the discussion. Please also help support us by donating via PayPal, purchasing some very cool ESO merchandise from our Zazzle store, or filling up your cart at our Amazon e-store. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and it has been my absolute pleasure. We'll see you at the con. Bye. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network, your station for all things geek, classic, current, and beyond. Be part of the crew at esonetwork.com.